check. My check. Happy Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Brown, what's going on? Excuse me while I wake up. <laughs> a little tired, a little tired. But we here, we here. What's going on, people? Let's talk to the round right quick. Let's see what's going on. I see my man back with that up in there early. What's going on? Baron, what's going on, bro? Talk to me, talk to me. Level one in the building. Salute, happy Father's Day to the Patriots. All that movies, Manic 96. What's going on? Talk to you, talk to you. Arcade, don't know if it's the same demo for Pat. Oh, wrestling, Russell Quest demos on Steam. Okay, okay. Arcade, thank you. Now I'm Omar. What's going on? Hollywood Rules. What's up? Delilah HD. What's going on? What's up, sis? Fuzzy. I'm over. I, I got to stop slandering uh, Forza. It looked really good. <laughs> so, Fuzzy, you got that. I bet you got that. I knew it was going to look good, but it looked wild. Bunty, what's going on? You don't know. Wagwan ILP, Wagwan Bone Slave, Cali in the building. What up, Bone? I feel like I ain't talked to you in a minute. What's going on? Awful Grim Bones, what's up? Let's talk to me. JD, what's up? Y'all giving me life. Brett Bingham, what's going on? Y'all giving me life. A little tired today. A lot of, a lot of lords might be out. We got to see what's going on. There's a lot going on last minute, so I'm going to be fully transparent with the realm. So, King is on vacation, but he will, with the Father's Day thing, but he will be checking in. Uh, Jez is not feeling well. <laughs> so, you know, we gave Jez the the, um, the time off, you know what I mean? So, Jez might come through next week, just to be honest with y'all. The ranch, ranch should be good, soft should be good. Attic is not... I don't know where Attic is. <laughs> nah, I know where he is. He talked he talk to me. He wasn't feeling well last night, so... It's going to be an interesting show, you know what I'm saying? But I got to be fully transparent. Yes, Lord Solve will be here. Oh, I, I saw him up, so that should be good, you know what I'm saying? And then Rand I spoke to, so we should be good on that. But I always got to be transparent with y'all with offering things to the product, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all. So we still got to have some fun there. A lot of stuff to talk about. Crazy, crazy things. But yeah, King did say he's checking in remotely. So it's not like we're going to lose King. I just don't know what time he's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he don't wear them damn Crocs, I'm good. Keep them Crocs out of here. He wilding right now. He out of pocket. He, he that's a that's egregious. It's a it's a violation of fashion standards. I gotta talk to my man. Good shout out to y'all for signing the change.org petition to get um King Croc right. Cause he he loose out here. This is crazy. This is crazy. You know, you just see your brothers go down this this dark path. <laughs> He going down a dark path right now. It's up to us as a community to get the Swaggy King back. We like Swaggy King. You know what I'm saying? But this what's going on. This grandfather at the barbecue. This uncle. Oh, we I can't. With the rainbow Crocs. No, shout out to the rainbow. But I'm just saying, but like, come on, King. We got to do better. So I know he's going to come in here with them Crocs because he's on vacation. I think he's on the beach somewhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm bracing myself. <laughs> Anyway, enough King Slander. Shout out to my bro. Hey, live your life, bro. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? I just got to mess with you. Look, we'll be back. I'll see if I can uh, get the rest of the lords up in here. We're going to have a good show. We're going to have some fun. I miss talking to y'all. I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in a minute. And uh, I will be back. 
hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call a department and I get the blame. Still, I'll be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. All on Twitter, but I'm anti social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal. I got. Now, let's switch that. Um, what you doing? What I want to do. Don't stop. Nah, that was dope. I'm Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled For them to be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boy you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call a department and I get the blame. Still, I be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal. I got. No, let's switch that. Um, what you doing? What I want to do? Don't stop. Nah, that was dope. I'm Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled For them to be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boy you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And, uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, fire. 
This is that yoga, fire, flame. They think it's arson up in the apartment. They call the department and I get the blame. Still, I be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. I'm on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Lord my city, but I'm still by coastal I got you. Nah, let's switch that. Uh, what are you doing? Don't stop. Nah, that was dope. Keep that, keep that, keep that going. <laughs> Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the your dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold ya, I ain't here to boil ya You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for ya Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame. Still, I'll be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. I'm on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal. I got you. Man, let's switch that. Uh, what is you what doing? I do? Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the B.O. dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold ya, I ain't here to boil ya You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for ya Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame. Still, I be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. I'm on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal. I got you. Nah, let's switch that. Uh, what are you what doing? I don't do. stop. Nah, that was dope. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that going. Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the B.O. dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold ya, I ain't here to boil ya You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for ya Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again 
Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like why use a video game Just be original Y'all too dramatical I know it's random but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, This is that yoga fire flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call it department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rings you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got now let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't heard the boy You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call it department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rings you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got no let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't heard the boy You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, fire. 
This is that yoga, fire, flame. They think it's arson up in the apartment. They call the department and I get the blame. Still, I'll be running, collecting them range. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start it regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal I got... No, let's switch that. Um, what do I want to do? Don't Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Put on the B.O. dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Because it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them range you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got no let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Put on the B.O. dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again And we are live Iron Lord Podcast Lord Cognito here talking about the latest With Advanced GG There's a lot of things going on with the new product line Let's get right to it so we got that focus line, y'all. This is that standard. This is what we use right now. Kind of our caffeine substitute. And what we usually do right now when we're gaming, we don't use coffee anymore. We're utilizing this focus. On deck number two, you already know this is my favorite right here, the energy line. You already know birthday cake, one of my absolute favorites. Completely delicious. This is a pre-workout equivalent. And also, doesn't use beta adenine, so you don't get the jitters and stuff like that. So it's really good for that. And then the new, new, we got that hydration line y'all this is really good for people who don't like caffeine who want an electrolyte substitute and it is really sugar-free absolutely delicious so you got your three choices once again you know cog love is sour you already know and we're doing this right now so go get yourself to advancedgg.com use code ironlord on the checkout this is something i use all the time got to support advancedgg great products if you want to get your workout on even if you don't work out you're just gaming you need that focus and again the hydration line for those who don't want caffeine no sugar electrolytes you're good to go Lord Cognito here, Iron Lord Podcast. Peace.
I'ma just chill and watch them and eat snacks in the attic. I wanted to chill with the pack and be like a young whoop, but then they would mistake me for addict. If I can imagine it's cool to give you some advice, then invite your girl to your squadron. Cause if you don't give her that option, you gon' be single player like Sovereign. You gon' get tossed in the bushes by King David. Royalty and not a pretender. Detrimental to an elemental, what's an avatar to a knee bender? I gotta be me though. I know it's my destiny, work to Carnito. Who cares if you fly, if you still a mosquito? You swear you ain't something, but really be Steve-O. You like to collect stuff and that's cool, but I got bad news. Even if you really was that dude, King David still be the king of the statues. Since a juvenile, I've been cursed with a curse to be musical. And if you hate it, we'll meet in the crucible. Other than that, then it's cool and it's beautiful. We let you know that your dreams are pursuable. Whatever you want to do, then it's doable. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. Mic check, mic check. Talk to the people, saw. Talk to the people. What up? What's going on? <laughs> I see levels. Levels is good. Rams, make sure you're good too. Yeah, we're good. Right we're always work. good. We always good. We always good. We got a little, little, little situation in the back. <laughs> there we go. There's our bottom bar. There we go. All right, there we go. A little bit <laughs> professional. Tom is watching y'all. Get, get, put your best on. <laughs> Hear ye and hear ye, and we are live. Happy Father's Day to all the patriarchs out there. Salute to in the realm. We really respect, and your service is greatly appreciated. So salute to y'all, and welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, LLC, and also live on lordsofgaming.net. Episode number 261, and it's another glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm very excited about our special guest, and we have the Xbox Showcase Aftermath and Extended Showcase Recap. Final Fantasy VII skips Xbox, and PlayStation Now game losses to discuss, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord, who is not only a solid friend to the realm of the IOP, but in my opinion, represents the gold standard on objectivity, thought-provoking discussion, and clear and concise delivery in video form. Introducing the creator and host of the Randall Thor 19 YouTube channel and the co-host of the Xbox 2 podcast, the Lord of Gamerscore and the Wheel of Time, rarely quoted for breaking news on his own podcast. It is the leader of the deep fake Xbox predictions movement. <laughs> Live from the south side of the shop, where we always reminisce about a healthy D Rose and those epic Stacy King callouts. My man, Lord Randall Thor 19. How we doing, sir? Cog, I did not know I was going to get the intro today. Nah, you I wasn't it. expecting it, and, and you, you did it again. The streets were talking. I mean, you know, you you even included the Wheel of Time, so that, that's A plus intro. So it's Yo, good to be here. So, yeah, we don't get that rant. Oh, so, you know, here we guys, go. You guys don't get it, but you know, this is this is going to be our time to shine. We got Xbox Three going on right here. Mm, right? That's right. We got the Xbox Three. <laughs> no King David and no Lord Addict holding us back. You know? so. No, no shilling today. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. King will be joining. You know, Addict. Bushes for Attic. We got to get him a Bushes emoji right now. I don't know yeah, what's going good. on. I gave him his call that he requested. So Attic's in the bushes. What's going yeah, on, man? Yeah. man? What's up with you, man? What you been playing? Uh, you know, I'm I'm almost finished with the quarry. 
Ooh, okay. on uh, the Series X. I'm a big fan of the Supermassive games. Um, this this one is very interesting. I think it's better than their Dark Pictures games. Really? But maybe not as good as Until Dawn. Like, I still think Until Dawn is probably their best game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one does kind of approach it in some areas. Like, some, you ever play one of these games and it's like this like horror game and stuff? Some of the characters just act all stupid and you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, come on, really? Yeah. You're just like, this person would not act like this <laughs> in this real scenario and stuff. But Barry, um, where's Barry? <laughs> yeah. So no, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying the quarry a lot, and I've also been playing a little bit of uh, that retro goodness. Oh yes, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. You know, me, me and Cold Eastwood, uh, we uh, we played some co-op. Uh, you can play up to six people. We, it was just me and him. I do want to try it out with six people because even with just two, that game's so good. It's so crazy. Man, it is a throwback to those uh, Turtles arcade games, but it's, it's it's still very modern. Yes. And it is an absolute bad. You guys have to play it. Yeah. Cog. You have to play it. Yeah. We, we The plan is, we're playing with Saturday for all the Lords. Yeah. So obviously, King he has he's traveling. He's he's gonna beat somewhere with those those Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> those Crocs. Uh, those Crocs. But, uh, you know he's just doing to troll you now. Oh, right? I know he's it's just... troll. Like like he's got a movement now. Like now it's like hashtag King Croc. But but anyway, <laughs> so the plan was to do all four of us because I I I want to play it so bad, bro. I was looking at Xbox Two. I'm looking at your footage. I'm like, damn, it looks so fun. And Dotemo. Do Always kills it. We had the opportunity to always interview them. They've got the retro feel down. They killed it yes. with Streets of Rage. We knew they were going to kill it with, with TMNT when we went to cover it. So when I saw the footage, who who had Michelangelo? Who had Leonardo? That was me. My, Mikey's always been my favorite uh, turtle. So always got to pick him. Why, is, he, is he not yours? Is, is Michelangelo not yours? You know what's funny? I don't remember, but I, I think I was a Donatello guy. I think mm, okay. I was a Don guy, but you just so... like Donatello because he's got the reach. Yeah, you know, he's got he's got the he's got, he's the, got staff, the cheese, right? the cheese the moves, staff, yeah. but the long range. You know what I'm saying? Like the Raph and Michelangelo, y'all too dangerous. Y'all got to get in the mix. <laughs> now I'm a salute to them. But Mike's always been the fun one on the show. You know yeah. So yeah. salute, you already know. And of course, we are down one uh, member of the Xbox too. But salute to Jess Corden, man. You know what I'm saying? Let the man rest up. He is doing a lot. We will reconvene with Jez, my brother. Salute. Always love, man. The guy's doing a, a ton of things, but we'll get him back. And uh, we got the four. We ain't got four mm-hmm. horsemen. Yeah, yeah, they got the we two got horsemen. We got the three. They ho- <laughs> got three horsemen again. <laughs> we got we got uh, two horsemen of gaming woo, woo. in the building. You know what I'm saying? The new Xbox Three right now. You know what I'm saying? But of course, we have the most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also. The Sastradamus, the Lord of Clarity and Lord Patron of the Iron Bank, my man, Lord Sovereign. How are we doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. Uh, happy Father's Day to all. Yes, yes. You know, I, I was not going, you know, I said I wasn't going to be here for Father's Day, but uh, since I, I have a spotty uh, attendance record lately, shout out to the attendance. <laughs> but yeah, um, so hopefully I'm kind of back. You know, fully moved in, just to trying to get out of one of these boxes bro. now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, everything's good. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, 
Shout out, well, actually, shout out to the team over at uh, Interior Night. Uh, we got Cog and I got to interview them uh, a little bit. Was it was it earlier this week or last week? Uh, this week about as dusk falls. Yeah, that, that's how time flies. I don't remember what week it was. Um, fantastic uh, narrative based game. It looks like it's going to be a super fun experience, especially with uh, in in the multiplayer mode. So yes. check yes. out that interview if you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Fantastic little game. I'm excited for, for that game to come out. Yep. Up on our little podcast mm-hmm. right now. Exclusive yes, interview sir. playlist. Go check that out. And then apart from that, I still haven't connected my, my consoles yet. So not oh. even little man. So I did, but so what I had to do, what, what I do? always do, I had, to go, I had to go spend that money on that Switch, man. I oh, could not. Red's favorite. <laughs> love we talk about the Switch. Right, man? So oh, I had yeah. to go. Switch. <laughs> what a console. What, what a console. <laughs> Number one MPD coming in hot, baby. Yeah, every that's right, week. Rand. Stop hating Rand. <laughs> my Switch is my Switch isn't is not is not even hooked up anymore. Oh damn. And it doesn't even need to be because Xbox got that silk song, baby. Ooh, Whoa, that, that was big. That was when I saw that, I was like, oh. <laughs> Bro, you know what's so crazy about the silk song? I, it was impressive because I remember covering that in 2019 E3. In the Nintendo section, yeah. So I mean, to see them all, get that was a big game. all things pointed to that being exclusive yes. to them for a time, yes. And uh, Phil came in with the bag, very yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah Phil. You know, uh, I was gonna say, Sob's looking a little different. He's missing a couple knees there, Kai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, it, it's it's rare in when I get my brother like you understand, like Sob. Yeah, I don't I don't give up knees. He dude. does <laughs> not like. He's one of the smartest people I know. I've known this kid third grade. It's, it's rare to get him. Like I'm like, finally. Like I feel like he's never wrong. Like he's been on fight. You know even what with it the is, Activision, though? bro. Like I you had the Activision joint before yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Activision. The Activision one was it was just one of those things. It's like they're so into dregs. Why not? Like just give it a shot. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Look that happened. But the thing about the 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 uh the persona stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that these guys, you know, although they're under the, the Sega umbrella, they're very much kind of an island unto themselves. Yes. And for whatever reason, it right. just felt like they, you know, when, if Sega had come to them and be like, hey, man, what's up with these games on Xbox? It felt like they were like, no, no mm-hmm. way. You can't tell us what to do. You can't tell us what to do. You own us. Because of, and so it really felt like for whatever reason, they just did not see the value in putting it on Xbox. And then apparently the bag was dropped off. Yes. A very big, so, nice bag. Um, Phil Dominus. But I, I think, I mean, it, it it opens up the door for so much more. So I'm glad about that. Because, again, we had Atlas Games on 360. So there's, you know, yeah. I'm happy that's the thing. So on Switch, yes. I, I got that Shredder's Revenge. I okay. had to impose I had to impose my uh, my, yeah. my gaming sensibilities on my niece and nephew. So I just I just bought them. Oh, like, no, you, y'all going to play with me. <laughs> y'all going to play. So Uncle my Sal. nephew... They didn't, they didn't call me to be like, thank you, Theo, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. So I called them like, hey, what, what's going on? Did you get something new? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> the disrespect of the retro Dis- goodness? The disrespect of the retro. So then my nephew eventually was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I knew about it, whatever. And he's like, I haven't played it yet. So he goes and he plays it. He calls me this morning at 10 a.m. I am knocked out because I went to bed so late. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's like, Theo. Do you know it only has 15 stages? I finished it. <laughs> like, I love how it's only 15. I'm like, I'm like the point is replayability. I'll call you later. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I want to play this again. I'm like, oh great. That's fine. And my niece, forget it. She hasn't even contacted me once. So, wow. Yeah, how, you know. how crazy that game was in the arcade for us back in the day. It's so interesting, I mean, the generational gap. 
It is because he doesn't he doesn't know what that is at all. Like I mm -hmm. tell him, hey, you'd have to stand in front of this machine and put quarters in mm -hmm. to keep playing. He's like, are you stupid? No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. I'm going to play Fortnite and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So but he seemed like he enjoyed it, though. So I have okay. to I have to teach him, you know, it's about replayability with these right. games. Like play it with another and with another person. Yeah, right. Cool. Exactly. So I'm a Mikey guy, too. So I've been playing with Mikey. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what it is? These games, when you look back at Turtles in time, the original Turtles, they're simplistic in terms of combos and stuff like that. They're fairly simplistic. What Tribute does and what the Temu does is that they take that formula and then modernize it and expand upon it. Yes. They did it with Streets of Rage 4. With this, even more so, like the combos that you have, the super oh. moves, like it, it really is a, a beautiful thing. At first, the only thing that threw me off a little bit was that they shrunk the characters a little bit. And I, we noticed that from the beginning. I was like, why don't they make the characters as tall as they are in the arcade? Yeah, but you get over that very quickly. But the game is its just a joy. It really is a joy. So, yeah, I bought it three times and I have yet to play it on Xbox. <laughs> Come so. on, Sob. You know what I, you know what I saw? There, there are people giving like opinions of what they should uh, do next, right? Uh -huh. you, got, you got Streets of Rage 4, which yeah, was great. Which now you got Turtles. Yep. People were saying, how about that X-Men? Oh, do one of those X-Men, you know, arcade oh my games God. and redo that. How amazing Ooh, would that be? I didn't even think about that. That's a good one, Rand. That is a good one. These are, I mean, these are guys that they, that the pedigree that they have, they can do, they can keep doing the arcade stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But they can even go back in and take a game like Gunstar Heroes, like a, mm -hmm. a treasure game that treasure doesn't even exist anymore, mm -hmm. and take that and bring it to the next level or go back and make like a, a Guardian Heroes. Like Guardian Heroes, when it came to beat them up it was probably it had a it's a beat em up with rpg sensibilities right mm -hmm. kind of in the vein of the capcom dnd &D side scrolling things games mm -hmm. those games had again a lot more mechanics in terms of the combat mechanics in terms of like magic mechanics and stuff like that but again with the pedigree these guys have they i mean sky's the limit when it comes to coming back to that stuff mm -hmm. and they said it in, a, in an interview i think uh they were talking to ign i believe mm -hmm. and they said like you know, we're, we were lucky to get the TMNT license, but if not, all everything you see in this game would have been for a property that we were creating for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So that's not off the table either for, for them to make their own brand new property, which is super exciting for me. Because again, the expertise there is insane. And you don't see pixel art like this anymore. Yeah, like, just no. the, the attention to D. They really, you know what I like <sighs> is that they do such a good job in reverence to the source material, but with, like you said, a modern flair that publishers are like trusting them. Like for Sega to trust you and then call their game Streets of Rage 4 when yeah. it technically wasn't made by them, so to speak, that's a big yeah. deal. But I think Rand's on fire with that X-Men. X-Men, I mean. X-Men is a, <sighs> my you, goodness. You think of going back, what was your guys' favorite uh, brawler arcade machine? Back in the day, man, I take it back, bro. I mean, I it's was from the Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Double um, Dragon. That's what and Double Dragon is. I mean, if you think about it now, it wasn't a great game, but it was just like you know, you, it, that's what it was. Like yeah. it was Double Dragon. Like, yeah. Uh, mine, I think mine has to be The Simpsons. Oh, I spent so much money into that, man. The Simpsons. The, the, there was a so there was a there's a uh, a school near us that every summer would have the carnival would come in, right? Right. And 
So we'd all go, except I wouldn't ride any of the rides because in the gymnasium, they would have all the arcades set up. And I just would spend the entire night in the arcades playing Simpsons, mm. playing Turtles, mm. uh, playing like, you know, the Aliens uh, versus Aliens. Predator 1. Yes. Yeah, shout like, out to Firestar. He got, yeah. um, I mean, M, so, um, Mr. M, Final Fight was, was serious. Oh, Final fight. Final fight. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah that was good. Mm. Final Fight's amazing. But yeah, uh, do you remember the Punisher one? There's a Punisher one. Um, what the heck was the other one? Obviously, Captain America and the Avengers. That was fun oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find about that one. Yeah, they have a lot of us, man. So that's yeah, been, been rocking rock your uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the only thing I've been able to play. Is I've yet to. I can't. My consoles are buried somewhere. Yeah, I gotta find. You, gotta get, uh, you know how that moving go. You already know. And of course, we've got the gaming engine himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito, spreading that realness in the realm of the ILP, not telling what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Shout out to Defining Duke. Shout out to Mr. Maddie Plays. Got that up right now. If you missed it, we're talking about Maddie's going through it, man. Final fat, I mean, with uh, Fallout 5. See, the cops, they agree. He, they upset. You know what I'm saying? The potential of when Fallout could come is yeah. like killing my boys. So he's going We tried telling him, Kyle. We tried. We we're like, hey, man, Fallout 5, 2032, 2031. <laughs> And he was like, 2031. They're going to be coming before then. And he was like, what about New Vegas, too? And it's just like, man, well, I mean, when could they get to it realistically, even if they could? 2028? Yeah, you're looking for a long time long for Fallout. Time. And we, we had a great discussion on the, on the thought process behind that and, and what could possibly be done and stuff like that. So that's a good one. And then we. He's gonna get killed for he some of his habits. There's a question, y'all gonna know what it is. Maddie's habits. That's all. Go check that out. It's a big debate on that. Um, shout out to the last one. <laughs> yeah, Maddie's got some things that they're gonna kill him for, and I was like, yeah, put that in there for next week. I want to see what the community say about besides besides the macaroni, besides with a spoon macaroni thing. with a spoon, besides ketchup on <laughs> mat or whatever. Maddie, this one is might go viral with how crazy Maddie. <laughs> It's not good. He's just gangster with it. Like I, I never heard of nobody do this with in the bathroom. I'm not gonna spoil it. Y'all go check that out. It's lip. Um, shout out to the last word, man. I want to shout out the last word. You know, it's our little Destiny podcast that you know started just me and E were all Flashpoint and it expanded. We got Ty, got Travis. You know what I'm saying on it. But uh, it was a big episode for us because obviously we love this damn you know what I'm saying Destiny so much. ILO's podcast was founded off of that, and then um, obviously we had people like Rand. We're like, we like you, but you guys talk only Destiny, and I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so that's that's the last word was created. But uh, salute to this episode. We had Bungie on. We had Bungie on. We had uh, Senior Creative Lead, Tom Farnsworth. Absolute fantastic. Learning behind the scene how the game is made, how they structure the narrative, how they do things in conjunction with a season versus expansion. Highly recommend. It's up on ILP right now. Go check that out. He's in there for at least the first 45 minutes to an hour. You can really learn a lot, you know what I'm saying, from a development standpoint. So check that out. Also, we went to GCX, so I got to meet Travis and E again in the flesh. That was cool. He called me E Gears of War characters. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't realize how big they are until you're next to them. <laughs> so we got a big shout out to Travis. Shout out to Tay. Shout and out to Travis is like real thin. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and he's short, so it's fun. I was like, yeah, come here. Let me squeeze you. And touch around some bit. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, shout, shout out to GCX. Shout out to everybody that pulled up. Met so many people at GCX, man. The list goes on. Shout out to everybody. Of course, DJ Oros was in the building. The Destiny Bestie. Salute. You know what I'm saying? All my crew. Back for Dead is in there. I met 
met him and his beautiful wife, Salu, everybody that pulled up. We had a good time as far as gaming. Um, yeah, man, I've been, obviously, with the Destiny stuff, I, I finished the Duality Dungeon. Absolutely fantastic. Go check that out. Strong narrative from the Leviathan. Um, no more VR kick. Demio's new content is out. Curse of the Serpent Lord is amazing. Look, I know people are like, oh, you're just saying that because you VR now. Listen. I'm telling y'all right now, as far as turn-based, that's why I wish Jez was here, because I wanted to ask him something. As far as turn-based, I had Gears Tactics as, like, the, the hottest new turn-based game, right? Devio, man. <laughs> Yo, I mean, you know, the, the cooperative aspect, some of the best boss battles I've ever seen in turn-based. Gears Tactics got some good boss battles, but, yeah, I got to... I got to salute them. They got a PC port out for my non, um, you know, what is it? We call them the flat earthers. What, we, what are we call them? What, what, what are they called? The, uh, the pancake. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pancake guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Kay in the building. Met you. That's right. Man, I'm at GCA. Shout out to Kay Asante. The Yo, you know he's um Captain Keys, man, right? You know you ain't know from Halo Infinite series? He's a dead rigger. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, he is? Yeah, oh, he's bro. dead ringer. But... Dead rigger. So well, I know they were saying this on Twitter. I remember they were saying this, that he was a dead ringer for the yeah. Captain Keys from the show. Yeah. Shout out to Dolph Chalice, DVO's bloody fantastic you already know yes yeah, salute yeah it is really good I, it's so good like i'm at the point right now i'm on a campaign the pc port's out xbox yo fail make the call let's get that port going on next about xbox gamers need to know about demio i'm telling you Resol shout out to resolution games they're killing it and then um like solve what you said um as dust falls man we got a chance to to meet interior night the developers you know what i'm saying up, up in the city um, really pleasant surprise, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I know yes. that was like an in the corner game for me because I like those telltale type experience, but uh, very well done, great art style, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not gonna sit there and say, Oh, it's full motion and all that, it's kind of like stills, but like done in a way where every 20 seconds there's choices that has to be made. You can play up to eight players. Ran, this is gonna be huge for xCloud mobile, because, streaming, yeah, and streaming. streaming, because what it is is you could hand. Your mom, your phone, a phone. She could play. She don't even need a controller, right? Then what it is, it's got this override system. So we're playing it together and choices got to be made. But I'm like, yo, I don't agree with this. We need to do this. And it, it, it judges you at the end as like what type of person you are. Yo, you a loyal person. You put family above this, that, and the third. And true Mass Effect level choices where like the paths are structured like there's like multiple endings in the game there's different timelines in the game like this yeah. game is way deeper it's not as simple as people think it is yes. i hope they as long as this narrative is good and compelling if they knock if they pull that off they got one and i see yeah. why xbox global flow should do it because it fits in the ethos right it, and then the twitch streaming as does falls y'all keep an eye out for as does fall and the last thing i think i could talk about it i don't think there's no nda um Naraka, Naraka's um, Playpoint. The demo's out. Got a chance to play that. I, I, I like it. A lot, lot of potential there. So check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get the super chats um, solved. If we can, let's do a little catch up. On the super got these super chats. You got Boonti, member for 11 months. Happy Father's Day to all the real fathers out here that have a wonderful and blessed day. No respect to each and every one to you as well, sir. Thank mm -hmm. you, brother. My brother, let, I, mean, oh, I don't know who you are. <laughs> let me play with your joystick. Oh, that's your man. Let's go. What he got to say? $5 super chat. Happy Father's Day, Sam. What should I get you as a present, Daddy? Oh, <laughs> yo. What? Whoa. Oh, man. His well, dad is here. 
Um, you know, uh, hey, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ste- Steam Deck would be nice. <laughs> Don't play with that bad emotion, Saul. <laughs> you out here, Mary. <laughs> Don't lead him on. Don't lead him on. <laughs> Shout out, yo. He be here. He be so happy wow. with Saul. That friend. is hilarious. Shout out to Cat I Play with your joystick. <laughs> We got Big Mad Mo, member for 24 months. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what y'all doing. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And you as well, brother. Salute. And we got Black Ronin 357, member for 14 months. Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day and Juneteenth to the realm. Xbox mm. Showcase was a B plus. Okay. Cool, okay. Cool. Salute, salute, salute. And we got the homie, oh. Lords of Gaming's finest, Big oh. Cloud Gaming, oh. member for 16 months. Let's go. We in here. Salute to the realm to you as well, brother. Yo, that's not the Big Cloud. Amazing, amazing interview up right now on LordsofGaming.net. Believe the uh, Blizzard, the uh, FX director, correct me if I'm wrong, Big Cloud. Tremendous interview. You're always killing it. Killing it with the Sony interviews. Got a salute. An, a, an absolute great addition to the LordsofGaming.net team. So salute to him. Shout out. Let's put the crest in the chat for Gerald Mack. Welcome to Lord Silver. Thank you, my brother. You know, J Mack always in there. Repping. J Mack. Put those crests in the chat. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're caught up. We're good. No doubt. Salute to Lord Boxenberger in the What's world. up? Let's What's up, you. brother? He's still going to be Archimedes <laughs> to me. I don't care. <laughs> I liked it, Archimedes. I get that a lot. I get I that a lot. I liked it. But uh, salute. How you doing, bro? Thank you for, for pulling up in the, in the short moment. Yeah, thanks for the invite, man. I was lying in my kid's uh, baby pool because it is incredibly hot in yes. here. Yes, yes. And, uh, so that's why I needed five minutes to dress and to dry off. You got presentable. The world, what is it, world of gaming? What, what, what are we doing? What's the post podcast? So give a shout out to the podcast right quick, man. Yeah, I'm hosting the World of Gaming um, a weekly podcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern or 7 p.m. UK time. Okay. Um, having each and every week different guests, mm-hmm. we talk about all things gaming, technology, news, and stuff, and we always have a good time. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Rand has been on the show, for example. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, I have. Indeed. It was a good show. Yeah, salute, yeah, thanks, salute, man. Salute. No doubt, good to have you, brother. Thanks for pulling up in real it's, quick. It's, up, it's funny that you say be presentable because my my wife was like. You're not podcasting in your underwear. Go put on some. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she, I like that. I like that. Salute yeah, to like her. That. Salute to her. You already know. Oh, real quick, and a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Advanced GG. Yo, make sure y'all get that up. That Ooh, is 20%. Which off. one is that? This is the focus. This is the split gate. This is the split gate joint focus. The rocket pop. Absolutely fantastic. Coffee substitute. You don't like coffee. You know what I'm saying? You want to get, you want to be up for your long gaming sessions. Get that focus. And then, of course, for my workout guys. And if you're not a workout guy, we got the Energy Line Dream Team Punch. It's absolutely amazing, delicious. One of my favorite flavors right now. Go check that out. Link is in the description as well as um, pinned in the chat. 20% off. And last but not least, for those who don't like energy drinks, no sugar, no caffeine, none of that. Get that hydration, y'all. Hydration is literally like a Gatorade, like a with electrolytes in it. So pretty much there's none of that extra stuff, any caffeine, no caffeine. For the people who don't want that, no caffeine. So Father's Day special, 20% off, cold island. Yes, I'm pushing powder. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to I'm pushing that P. Go get Jeez. that. See, you already I'm, know. I'm, doing it, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong because I'm doing the coffee and then I'm doing <laughs> Oh, what you doing the coffee? Then you doing the energy? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, slow down on your powder, <laughs> sir. Slow down on your powder. No, no, more than, no more than one scoop. 
per eight ounces of water. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, One. I, yeah, I, I slow put, down. Put two in there. Do it too much powder, baby. Wipe your nose. Wipe your nose. Then we go for no more two scoops for 16 ounces. No more than two scoops for a day. And then that's it. That's more yeah. than enough. You ain't got to do no more than that. But yeah, go salute that. I already got the plug. I got you. Get you. I got that advance for you. I got that advance. Anyway, so we're done plugging. We're done doing all our promotion stuff. Let me get stuff. this two more real two quick. Two um, okay. We got Gerald back. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, sir. Oh, hell, the ILP. Salute the Lord's Happy Dad's Day realm to you as well, my brother. Thank you. And we got JD Gamer, $5 Super Chat. Giving a shout out to the Lords. Hit that like button. Thank no you, sir. No doubt, no doubt. So we all caught up. All good? Yeah, we're good. Yep. He said the hustle is real even on the Lord's day. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't judge me, Gerald Max. Salute. All right, listen. All right, cool. So look, this is what we're here for, man. This is our kind of like traditional thing that we do. The Xbox Showcase Aftermath, right? So now that we've had a chance to kind of settle in, we've had the announcements, we had the emotionality of it, all the things that took place, I want everyone's feeling on that. We'll start with Rand. Again, we're going to start with just the showcase itself. We'll separate the extended showcase. But just the showcase, now that you've had time for it to settle in, Rand Outdoor, has anything changed? How are we feeling about it? Yeah, you know, I mean, nothing's really changed. Um, I thought it was a solid show. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was like a great show or a bad show. I give it like, um, you know, solid B, maybe maybe more towards floating like B minus. Okay. Um, I I did I did feel like um, there there's definitely a lot of games mm-hmm. that are coming out mm-hmm. for Xbox that uh, I really want to play, and they definitely highlighted. Uh, a, a lot of those during this this uh, format, like High in Life mm-hmm. from the Rick and Rick and oh, Morty people, very unique title. Like we even got the info that that might have been a Stadia game, right? Uh, was yeah. that it was that, yeah. and what was the other game that the, was a Stadia game? The Quarry. The Quarry. quarry yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. that, that came, I think the info dropped on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like the Benef- Benedict's Fox game that looked really cool, mm-hmm. um, and a few others. Like just off the top of my head, I, I, I can't remember them all, but. Uh, I think the big takeaway for a lot of people, at least like when I talk to people or when I read the chat of Xbox two or the comment sections everywhere is like a lot of people were thrown off by the 12 month thing. Mm, Right. A lot of people had expectations of seeing certain games. Right. And, you know, I mean, like I made my prediction video based around the fact that I thought, Hey, this is going to be your typical Microsoft Mm -hmm. show. They're going to show stuff coming soon, but then they're going to announce things coming in a couple of years. Right. Well, we were all wrong. So Microsoft decided not to do that. And I think that really kind of screwed with people's uh, expectations because everybody's like, all right, well, Vow's going to be there and Contraband and yeah. Hellblade 2 and all these other games that might be coming soon. And then as soon as Sarah was like, no, we're doing something we've never done before. First time ever. This is all the stuff you're playing in the next year. And everybody was like, oh, (laughs) oh, well, I guess I guess we're not going to see some of the stuff, which is in stark contrast to how most of these shows are. Like we've been basically kind of been like, I don't know, not going to say force fed, but we've been we've been trained to to expect more to expect. Yeah. Yeah. CGI announcements of, of games three years out. And for a lot of people, that is what E3 is all about. It's about getting hype for games that are years away, right? Mm-hmm. So when you finally like get into this thing where it's just a year, 
I don't know. People, it's such a new concept that uh, a lot of people didn't really know uh, how to react or were disappointed that we weren't going to see uh, certain games. Mm-hmm. Like Xbox is kind of in that like, you know, uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, right? Like yeah. they're, it's like okay, here's all the stuff coming, but then they are also the ones that announced two years ago. Here's Avowed. Here's Fable. Here's State of the K three. Here's Perfect Dark. And people want to see updates on those titles, mm-hmm. right? And you're not getting it. So there's that frustration, disappointment from, you know, maybe wanting to see that, right. that permeated through uh, the showcase. But mm-hmm. I appreciated the format. Mm-hmm. I really way more enjoy the look at gameplay than I do typically at a CGI trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really think the showcase would have been better served if they did it next year mm. than they did oh, I this agree. year. I agree. Uh, mm. Mainly because Break it down. One, to me, the reason I gave it like a solid score, like a B with maybe floating to a B minus mm-hmm. was I felt like the, this year's show was too much or it felt like a repeat of last year's, okay. right? So you're going, you, you're going into this year's show and you're like, okay, what's going to be new? And then they just hit you with Starfield again and Redfall again. Right. And instead of Forza Horizon, you get Forza Motorsport. Same. And then we get another look at Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76. So there was a part of the show, at least to me, that was just last year's show. Gotcha. Just done again, yeah. but longer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I do appreciate immensely the longer look at Starfield to finally see what that's like, what Redfield is, Redfall is all about, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like they should have done a regular show this year and then done the 12 months next year because there's a lot more titles. Uh, Activision most likely would have been acquired by then. Uh, I want to ask you, I'm going to interrupt you. Two things. One, when you say you wanted that next year, the format of the show, because it almost sounded like you you didn't want to see the the, the stuff in a riffle. I I like the format of the show. I just, I just didn't, I, I felt like there wasn't enough yeah, new. new announcements okay, from Xbox Game gotcha. Studios, gotcha. which is why I'm saying this show would have worked better next year. Oh, you mean yeah. the format? Right. Not the format would have worked better okay. next year got it, got they, it, because, it. It, because there would have been a whole bunch of new stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Whereas th- this yeah. year's show was just a bunch of stuff you already knew totally understand. from last year. Let me back you um, up. One last question and I'll, I'll stop interrupting you. Um, So then now, do you think it was a bad precedent for Sarah to come out during the show, right? Like, what, my question to you is, are you are you upset that kind of like maybe they shouldn't have done that announcement during the show versus like an Aaron Greenberg tweet prior to the show um, saying, hey, these are the 12 months. Like, do, is that part of the source of your uh, frustration? I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm not frustrated by right. it. I'm just looking at it and being like, oh, this would have worked better next year. But um, I, I'm more kind of thinking about it from people in the community's like perspective i xbox is usually pretty good at um mm-hmm. qualifying or yes. setting expectations right on what shows are going to be about right? Mm-hmm. right they didn't do this this year and a lot of people were using that as well you know wolfenstein 3's coming and no, hold on, hold on. everybody was all getting hyped for all these certain things that potentially might happen because aaron greenberg didn't set anybody's expectations right yeah. I do feel that if they had said a week out, if Aaron Greenberg come out and said, hey, just want to give everybody an update, 
uh, the games that are going to be shown are just going to be strictly uh, the games that are coming out in the next year. So from June to June, okay. I think people, I think people just like with the Starfield and Redfall delay, you let like people uh, get out their emotions there. Mm. So I think me and you had this conversation. You asked me what would have been better if they announced the delays of Starfield and Redfall a month before mm-hmm. or announced them during the conference Remember? Yes. And we both were like, well, obviously announcing it before because it would, yeah. the whole talk of the conference would have been those delays. Mm-hmm. I do think people would have, would have appreciated it more, but I mean, maybe I'm in the minority in this one because looking at um, reactions online, mm-hmm. looking at like Jeff Keeley's poll, yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, mostly A's and B's. It was like 75% A and a B. So mm. it feels like maybe Microsoft accomplished what they set out to do. Like the, 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 the showcase wasn't so much about uh, selling Xbox Game Studios. It was really just about selling Game Pass. Mm. About like, here's the service that is coming out and here's all these games that you can enjoy in the next year. Like, look at everything here. And while hardcore guys might have been like, oh, man, I really wanted to see my favorite game and I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might watching it might appreciate the diversity and found at least a game that they would hang their hat on and be like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. These are all the things coming. Um, I-, I thought this show was really good. So mm-hmm. I guess it really depends on what you wanted out of the show. Uh, realistically, uh, I know some people were, were frustrated. Uh, King, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we had yeah, him on Xbox yeah, I heard, too. I heard what he said. King, you know, King king didn't care for it so much you know Mm -hmm. i've heard other people didn't care for it so much Mm -hmm. which is fine everybody's you know voiced their opinions and everyone you know everybody can have their thoughts about about those things but Mm -hmm. um yeah i just um i thought i just felt it was just a a solid show i i I did feel last year's was Mm -hmm. a lot better last year's i felt was one of their best shows Mm -hmm. ever and i I think this one was i don't know like it, it didn't uh it didn't hit as as uh, high, uh, didn't hit as high as a note for me as I mm-hmm. thought maybe it could have. Gotcha. Uh, but I feel like next year, mm-hmm. with this format of twelve months, mm-hmm. uh, seeing about gameplay and contraband gameplay and all that sort of stuff, I think it would people would be like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. this is what's coming." So, okay. man, I mean, those are those are pretty much my thoughts, guy. Well, I feel you, man. I feel you, Rand. Let's get. My man, Boxenberg. I, I I need the proper pronunciation of Wolfenstein. I had to correct. We have we have Germany. Wolfenstein. Thank you. Wolfenstein. I'll say it the way I want to say it. <laughs> can can you say can you say Terror Billy for me, please? Terror Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Salute the Boxenberg, man. So what, what's up with the world of the game? How are we feeling yep. now that you know the show got a chance to settle in? We look at it now. Has anything changed? Has your score remained the same? Has it gone up? Like, what what are you feeling about the uh, Xbox showcase? Oh, it has pretty much remained the same. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial thought thoughts were really mixed. There were some parts of the show that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. um, like that they focused on gameplay. I've been saying that for a long time. I want them to show more gameplay, less CGI. Mm-hmm. They did a fantastic job with that, and. I mean, some of the games that they have shown look incredible. Of course, the big ones like Starfield, Redfall, Forza, awesome. Diablo showed really well. So it's it's really not about what they showed in the show. That was my problem. I have two issues with the show. The first is that Xbox has arguably their 
worst 20 uh, worst year ever 2022 mm. is mm. pretty much empty from a first party, first party perspective, perspective. Um, I mean, I'm not counting Pentiment's mm -hmm. so. <laughs> coming out. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll you, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's, are, are we applying triple A first party? Triple A first okay. party. No, uh, even if we count Pentiment, yeah, it is. It is really um, empty, and yeah. I actually have a problem with that. Um, mm. I think like. Uh, we all agree that probably 2017 was considered the low point for Xbox Ooh, so far. Yeah, but yeah. at least in that year, they had a console launch, which was pretty exciting with yeah. the Xbox One X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they bought all these studios in 2018, 19. And now we're here four years later. Mm. And with 23 studios, you can't put out a single game. I found that very irritating. Mm. And um I've heard so many times people say that, yeah, well, Game Pass is going to keep me busy. Mm -hmm. And for me, at least, I personally have to say, is it really Ooh, from what they have shown in the, in, the, mm -hmm. in, the, in the showcase? I have like three, four Game Pass games that come this year. Mm -hmm. There are tons of stuff, uh, tons of games coming next year that I'm super excited about. But this year, it's a Blake Tale, it's High on Life. Then it is Dark Tide, which wasn't even at the show. Yeah. And maybe I'm missing one. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure if that is going to keep me busy, at least from what they have announced to date. Right. Persona is not doing anything for me. That's that's just not. It's not sure. Me. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What is there in 2022? And I am actually mm -hmm. disappointed in Xbox that this has happened. Um, so that is, of, of course, a, a big minus for me there. Mm -hmm. Um, and the second thing is with the 12, um, 12 month format, um, mm. I get what Rand is saying, and I agree that this format probably would have worked a lot better next year. Mm -hmm. Um, but in a year where you really don't have any games and the exciting stuff is really coming at the end of the 12 months right. period that you have showcased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if this is really what you should have done uh, and not give us a, a little bit of an update on the roadmap that is coming a little bit further down the line. Um, and I find it hard to believe that of, out of all these studios, you couldn't show either an update or at least one or two uh, um, surprise announcements like a the compulsion game in Excel. Oh, I don't know. I was hoping Give me for something. Let me interrupt you one quick thing because yeah, you're making some interesting points. Um, what I wanted to ask you, Boxberger, do you think the choice they made to do the 12 months, which I could tell you, a little frustrated mm -hmm. with, and a lot of people are frustrated, a lot of people agree with you, you know, do you think that's indicative? that they that things are not ready or there is a problem because sometimes you you hear that discussion i just want to know what your mindset mm. was at, on that yeah well <laughs> um it is speak your truth yeah i'm i i will speak my truth uh i lost so many followers you have no Ooh, idea <laughs> oh you were spicy oh, i missed this let me hear it let's go but i uh yeah i i do think who do you want to hold responsible for not having a single first party major release in 15 months at mm. least like okay. from november 21 to at least february 23 mm. no releases who do you hold responsible of course it is a management problem mm. and i think i think um it is if, if you bring up the point about management problem the mm. question really is i'm not saying that 
necessarily the wrong people are in the wrong uh, mm -hmm. position to make the decisions, but mm -hmm. the way how the company acts with their hands-off mentality is a problem. Ooh. We have seen it with 343. Mm -hmm. um, we have heard other uh, studios having issues like um, The Initiative. Um, we have heard um, uh, Undead Labs and so on. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure if that is actually the right um, approach. The right, uh, approach, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, the pandemic is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear the excuse. It is an issue. Mm -hmm. But it is also an issue that is ongoing for two years plus now. Mm. And other companies have adjusted to that. Mm. And they have found their ways of working around that. And In, in fairness, um, Boxing Burger, a lot of the major a lot of uh, platform delayed. holders, no. like literally every saying, major game on yeah, like yeah. Sony's platform and Nintendo yeah. with Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed. Just in fairness, and just I just wanted to be yeah. clear. But I understand your I perspective. I understand your perspective. I, yeah. I agree there. Mm -hmm. um, every, every, like you said, every major publisher has delayed almost every game at least for a bit. Um, but that still me uh, leaves uh, us Xbox gamers with a um, with a fifteen month um, dry streak. Yeah. And yeah, um, you don't have that on uh, any other platform. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, I think. I think um, Xbox really um, has an issue there. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's gonna, eventually all these games have to come out. And right. 23, it looks like 23 is finally the, the mm -hmm. year. I mean, at least from what we already know, look at the first half with the Diablo 4, a mm -hmm. Forza, a Redfall, a Starfield. It's it's an insane first half of a year. Mm -hmm. um, I just do hope that these these holds these these dry streaks won't come up in a 24 25 again because of some um weird things. Um mm -hmm. but yeah, as of right now for the showcase, um it was a good show. It was really not that they that they showed the wrong stuff mm -hmm. I, I per se. Uh, I just thought that they missed a couple of things. Leave the Fallout 76 stuff <laughs> out and the Elder Scrolls uh, yeah, yeah, online yeah. and show us a CGI trailer there. I'm with uh, you. A CGI trailer for a compulsion game. Then you still have the gameplay and mm. you give us a little bit of an outlook of the, for the roadmap what is mm. coming a little bit later. Yeah, I get line. it. Yeah, you, you, wanted, you wanted an hour of Sea of Thieves. That's what you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I'm with him. I'm with him. He's making some good points about a lot oh, no, of people. Sure, 100%. A lot of people had issue with seeing Fallout 76, ESO, Sea of Thieves, yeah. you know, That's content crazy. at the big show, so to speak, as opposed to the extended showcase. So that that yeah. sentiment has been out there. So I, I have heard that. I, I hear you, Possenberg. I hear you, man. Yeah. Talking yeah. that talk. No doubt. I'll let you finish your thought and then I'll pass it off to yeah. Adam. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I just want to say one thing sure. um, about the extended showcase. Hold on, what's um, that? Hold that thought because we got that's what next we're going. We're going. Oh, right okay. So we're talking that about that. Yeah, just just All the right. main one. Just the main one. Then, then I I think I'm <laughs> pretty much done. So yeah. I ended up giving this a seven out of ten. Oh, uh, it, it's really not that that there were too many games that I'm looking forward to in that show. That I say it's a bad show. That mm. it, that wasn't a bad show. I just thought that they missed uh, two things, and that is. Like I said, the mm -hmm. the games we have in twenty two mm -hmm. and a little bit of excitement with a surprise announcement. So no, 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 let me let me address something yeah. real quick. Shout out to Boozy, was it Boozy the club? He's like, no lessons learned in the Xbox community. They, it, stop hyping the games for the future. Discuss games we can play for. All right, look, I I understand your your sentiment, but here's the thing. You know, at the end of the day, as a showcase 
part of it is called the prediction series, what we predict to happen and what we may want to happen. So people have varied levels of excitement and what they have. Now, where I do agree with them, some people get to put themselves on these predictions and then they don't happen and they blame experts, you know what I'm saying, for it to not happen. Mm. But to tell people to stop being excited or to stop making predictions, I can't, I can't roll with that one, bro. But anyway, moving on. Lord Attic, how, how are we doing? Are we awake? How, how's it going? He's in the bushes still. Can you not hear me? You're low. Oh, you're really low. You're low. Really low. Wait, is that better? A little bit. Yeah, what's that, man? Yeah, I, I just don't feel good. Yeah, you know, um, if you guys are feeling good, bro. Like I said, Jazz wasn't feeling good today, you too. I mean, I'm just going to sit in bed. I might as well at least do something. <laughs> okay. Well, we glad to have you. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. But go ahead, man. Like, just, again, the um the regular showcase itself. You know, now that the dust is settled, like how are you? How are you feeling about? It? Has anything changed, or has it remained the same? I, I, I feel like the show is underwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the biggest reason it is is because they have set weird expectations in previous years. Mm -hmm. Like one year they'll show everything, one year now they're doing twelve months. So I feel like through the, out the next couple years, last couple years, we've seen stuff like avowed fable you know perfect dart so people expected you know we saw that years ago we're mm -hmm. expecting actual updates on these games now and then sarah bomb pops up on stage and say we showed you 12 months and i'm like what <laughs> it's like look, i'm not saying that like this isn't the way they should because i'd actually prefer this over showing me games as years apart but mm -hmm. i prefer this after you've got those games out so we're not expecting those games to show up okay um so you know i actually i think they need to do a little bit of both i think the best thing that they need to do is like they i think they said it was 90 minutes so yeah. i would say six 70 minutes of this is the 12 month thing and that lasts like 20 25 percent of the show is we've showed you what's going to be here soon this is what is going to be out here farther than 12 months okay uh, i feel like when you take when you dig themselves in a box like they did and one they didn't set expectations correctly i mean i've literally seen aaron grimber come out and, and address people if, if if there's like one or two rumors going out there right he didn't do none of that so you know i, I think that's part of the issues too it's mm -hmm. like we're used to getting the that Aaron Greenberg tweet, tweet beforehand, as opposed to Sarah coming on and saying like it in the, the show. I feel like the 12-month thing should have been said beforehand. Before gotcha, okay. I, I don't, I, I just, it's it's just weird, the Microsoft that we deal with, why they didn't do that. Like, I've, I'm, I'm just, I, I wouldn't want to say that, like, they intentionally bamboozled us. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they, they wanted us to be excited. But it's just like, every year, this is the king of the, set your expectations correctly Ooh. and now randomly this year it's like they forgot that memo and, and it's just like look it, it is what it is like i maybe they didn't want to say the 12 month thing i don't know uh you know but it, then again it's it's like rand said uh jeff keely had a poll that was over a hundred thousand people voted the majority of them voted a so mm. you know is the hardcore disconnected were... are we as the hardcore disconnected from the casual and the masses and the masses, let's just say, obviously his poll don't represent everyone, but he has a big following, right? So 
is that indicative that gaming has passed us hardcore gamers by? It's a, it's a new era because they love the show. They was A's and B's. Yeah, you know what it was, man. It was, it was Colton Rand retweeting, so all they followed. Oh, so, so Colton Rand are responsible for blowing up Jeff Keighley's phone. <laughs> Got I it. retweeted, sir. Got it. So you, 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 you're rigging the poll, the poll there. Is it is it right. is it possible to rig Jeff Keighley's poll? You know, like I, I feel mean, like he's mostly followed by PlayStation guys. You know, yeah. like that's his audience. Ooh. So are you saying, Rand, that maybe because you know, PlayStation, other platform holders that maybe are not in the Xbox ecosystem really like the show as opposed to the hardcore Xbox well, okay, guy. I did, I did a poll. Let's go. What's your poll? You, you would, I have 34,000 followers. Mm, flex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you would figure most of my followers are um, Xbox, you know, like mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. always hardcore, but Xbox focused. Yeah. And I had like 6,000 votes and mine was, was very, very strongly a B. Okay. Like overwhelmingly so would be. And then Jeff's okay. was mostly an A. Mm. So maybe there was a disconnect between the mm-hmm. hardcore Xbox guys who have it in their heads, you know, fables dancing around their heads <laughs> and perfect dark stance. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're thinking of like how Xbox has always done their shows. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking like we're gonna get all these new announcements, right? Wolfenstein three, mm. we're gonna get Banjo Kazooie, we're gonna get the Gears collection, mm. and we're gonna get all these announcements, and then none of it actually shows up. And like Boxenberger said, and I totally agree with him, uh twenty twenty two, worst year in Xbox first party history, mm. like hundred percent. And now I've heard Colt say that he thinks the reason they did the 12 months was to essentially hide the fact that they have nothing from first party this year. Right. I, I agree with them. Um, mm. They deliberately did that for a reason. You know, as and, Dust and, Falls and, and to could be, be honest a... with you, Rand, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised next year if they abandoned the 12 month thing. They, they oh, you well think could. it was a, a stipulation? <laughs> Let me ask all oh, yeah, because y'all, y'all cook it. Y'all cook it. Do y'all think, and I've always wanted to ask Rand this, or all of y'all this, like, do you think? Let's be. I hate to, to throw blame and and throw the God Howard under the bus, but do you think the Starfield and and, and Redfall situation, the double whammy of two AAA first party games being delayed for the most part? Can we assume potentially last minute because Microsoft was promoting these games, assuming that they were coming out? Do you think that forced the like the game, the audible, so to speak, like the football play at mm-hmm. the at the last minute to say, well, these ain't here. How do we adapt? And maybe now let's do this 12-month format. Because my, my question is, if those games wasn't delayed, do we get a 12-month format? That's an interesting I, question. I and I don't know reason. the answer to that. Because once those games got delayed, you know, you knew Xbox was light. And the only hope was Forza Motorsport, which then <laughs> was next year anyways. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Like there, maybe there, maybe in another parallel world, another multiverse, we would know the answer to that. Mm. If Actually, Starfield and I Redfall think, were this I, I year, think, I know? think it's. I think it's. We can't. I I come into June with an expectation of a certain type of show, and what they've shown me is that it just it it pivots according to the situation at hand, mm. and we can no longer expect that 
big bombastic sort of show in in June if that's not what they have to show us. I think it's going to be fluid every single year. So the expectation of what an E3-esque show is, to me, is changes on a year-to-year basis. I completely agree with Rand that if they had decided to do the, to do the 12-month format next year, it looks amazing because we probably do see Avowed. We probably do see Hellblade, right? We they, Maybe they push something a little further out and show us that. I think that having expectations about what type of stuff you're going to see, forget about specific things, right. but what type of stuff you're going to see at an E3-esque or E3 window type show, I don't. I think it's a fool's errand from, from here on out, I think, mm. just because they're going to pivot according to what they have. And that's it. I mean, so you, you know, do. You do think, based on yeah, that statement, I, you do think that changed and they pivoted. Yeah, I don't know how early they pivoted. They might have pivoted the moment they des- they decided they needed to delay Starfield and Redfall, mm-hmm. and that that you know that was the plan going into setting up the show. Right. I don't know that it was a last minute thing per se, um, but I, I think think that they um, they did the twelve month thing because they had Starfield and Redfall. Mm. So no, yeah, because if if Starfield and Redfall do come out in that window, then then Rand's point is super valid, and this twelve month thing looks extra great because it's like, wow, we have these two humongous games in this twelve month period, mm-hmm. and it, whatever. But it, I don't know. Because if you look look at it, Saul, they opened with one and closed with one. Right. Yeah, turn your mic up a little bit. Add it. You're a little low. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't they, get. They, get, they, get well, right. I was gonna. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say, I think it would look kind of spooky. If they go back to regular format next year, mm, I honestly okay. do. Like if, Why? if if because then that would because you, you look at like their their metrics of people liking the show, right? We already mm-hmm. know we discussed yeah. that Jeff Keeley. Uh, I, I think I, I think it probably tested that better? internally yes. yeah. really well, right? Uh, people at FanFest were sort of saying those things like. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have this situation, they've never done it before, and is it to cover for Xbox's lackluster first party this year, right? Mm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't know the, the answer Bethesda to that. They dropped the bomb on them last minute, Red. They right? had the picture. True, they true. Phil and it was in the picture. However, we, we just saw however Cog, mm-hmm. next year, if you go to E3, and, okay, if, you, if you're looking at it, and like Boxenberger said, the game's got to come out at some point. All mm-hmm. these titles yeah. are essentially going to have to, like, reach their apex and be like all right we're finished and you have all these other games coming and then if you decide not to do 12 months again Mm -hmm. it would make the previous show be like well why'd you decide to do it then but not decide to do it moving forward so to me it would it would it would it would it would be spooky and i'd be like okay they did it last year because they just simply like like sob said like they they just changed things because of the cards they were dealt Mm -hmm. And now that they actually have a whole bunch of stuff coming, they're gonna they feel fine about about uh, changing it up again. But mm-hmm. I think this also speaks to the idea of Xbox needs to do more shows. Mm-hmm. You can't Absolutely. just sit and just yeah. do oh, one I agree. Major I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah. Look at next year, right? Look at look at early next year. Mm-hmm. You have Redfall and Starfield, mm-hmm. right? You have Forza Motorsport three. Oh yeah. Or For, Forza yeah. Motorsport eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Minecraft Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have uh, Era Diablo History Former. Untold. Uh, if the deal goes through, you'll have Diablo 4 yeah. and Ghostwire Tokyo if it comes out up the one-year thing. That'd be seven games from Xbox First Party mm-hmm. in a six-month window. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of content. Yes. 
And yeah. a lot of those games, like Diablo 4, Starfield, and Woo! Redfall, and Forza Motorsport are big enough where they deserve their own sort of yes. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you go into the end of the year and you're looking like, okay, Avowed, Hellblade 2, Contraband, Coalition, Co- Coalition's new IP, yeah. uh, Exile, like you, you start like, okay, you can't no longer rely on just one yeah. day in june and you gotta like, you, you mm-hmm. gotta do more stuff yeah. and i do... think they absolutely need state of play style right. presentations for each one of those big games and, for and, sure. and the assumption that the activision blizzard deal will close right which is more content infusion so to speak to talk about but continue yeah. it's a great point Good. well yeah so like i said Ooh. Somebody, somebody, the cops. Is, the, the, yeah, the cops. Somebody. I'm going to mute because, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, the BX, you know, the Shout BX. out to the pros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go. Yeah, so, so I guess we'll find out. I mm-hmm. mean, we know they're hiring for people for these sort of events, and mm-hmm. maybe there is an XO 2022. Mm-hmm. Maybe they bring that back. I mean, I think them doing Fan Fest again. Mm-hmm paints a good picture for them potentially bringing back like a, a fan fest show uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And then maybe you can do, I don't know what's coming in the next year from them. I just kind of, I'm just kind of interested in seeing how they, how they move this going forward, because I do appreciate mm-hmm. gameplay over CGI. Mm-hmm. I don't need CGI announcements of games three years out. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm wondering how Xbox is going to do this because the beginning of the show and the end of the show were great. Yes. It was the middle con- the middle of the show was just kind of it had its ups and downs it had its moments where it was completely boring and then it brought it back up but then it went yeah. back down yeah and it's nice to see that Phil like all Phil's trips to Japan paid oh. off fruit I know people were saying oh he just goes over there there's nothing to it now he goes over there he gets stuff done you get Kojima signed making a game like he said he always wanted to make that's a big thing mm-hmm. you're bringing back team ninja to the platform mm-hmm. after they've skipped for a bit like those are are big moves and then you, you get mm-hmm. atlas to finally support your platform mm-hmm. taking soft knees right i had it all lined up for some those, 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 those are big <laughs> things you know phil's trips to japan like mm-hmm. they're they're bearing fruit mm-hmm. um it's just um i think Go ahead, Anna. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think the biggest issue, Ryan, is you know, clearly this event was used as a as a value point on Game Pass. All of these games coming to Game Pass in twelve months, but to me, Microsoft, the Game Pass isn't the issue. The issue is people are like, "What are your studios doing? They've been mm-hmm. doing, right. they've been around since 2017, 18, and we haven't seen the majority of them." Right. Okay, and, yeah. and I, I think that was that was what they should have tackled it's just uh, now that that persona ain't went nowhere you know what i'm saying that people if anything they're even worse than they were last time Mm. so it's just like look like no it's like i said no one is is denying how much of a value game pass is Mm -hmm. you know you could put all those games on there and they're gonna it's gonna look very appealing but then people are gonna be like that's cute, but what's the stuff that I bought your Xbox for? Right. Mm. So you what, think? What, so you think they should have structured a show more to uh, address the criticism uh, that people have about what Boxenberger brought up earlier about the mismanagement of studios and address that more. It's not even uh, about directly. the mismanagement. It's not even about the mismanagement. I think people just like look. 
People exp- like go look at all all the prediction shows. Look, most of us, I thought we had realistic expectations, and I mean, we we didn't. So, some has <laughs> pie for the sky. Oh, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? In fairness, like, in fairness, we well, do. Like, in fairness, we, we I gotta be like, fair. You know, we, we don't expect to see. We don't expect to see loud. Boom. We don't expect Shout to see boom fable. Boom. We don't expect to see perfect art. I thought we was coming into this with realistic no, no, expectations. I'm with you. I'm with you. And that's what Boozy, did, whatever his name, um, has said. Like we, I, mean, I felt we was. Us was was realistic, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're gonna have, like I said, the booms and the kids out that we love them. We're not, we're not talking, you know, they're gonna go for it, right? But they people can't impose <laughs> those two as everyone yeah. in the Xbox just, community felt that I way. That I personally felt, felt, I felt Boxerberger, you, Addixov, Ren, all of us, I felt were, were in the realm of reason yeah. Yeah. of what but realistically happened. Yeah. Nobody could predict that Microsoft was gonna do something they've never done before, right? right? That's true. And if they the had told is, us that, if they had told us that, I would have changed my predictions, and I would have well, I mean, nailed at the it. You know what middle, I mean? At like, the bare minimum, Rand, they yeah. should have told us that at least a valve wasn't going to be there. At the bare minimum, like with they, there was people hyping up a valve being at the show for like a month and a half before the so show. So you wanted them to come out and say it's not. Yes, they, they've done that before. When like, they, I'm say, I think the president when they've said, "Hey, we're not going to show you." this game they've done they've done that with halo yeah. before that they, they've done that in the past before saying a certain game's not going to be there the they've show. done that with fable a couple times fable's not going to be at this show they've done that aaron greenberg is the key that that's 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 why i feel like they didn't i don't know why they didn't do it this yeah. time they, it was they literally of, cut. yeah it was sort of their mo after the third party gameplay kind of fiasco if you want to call it that when he was right. like oh we're gonna have gameplay at the, you know and then they showed like you I'm know trying to remember specifically with greenberg's making a tweet saying this game ain't gonna be there i don't i'm just saying maybe correct me he, if i'm wrong put it on twitter before oh, I, I remember i know for i remember for a fact he did it with uh fable once i think it was last year he did it on fable mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I think it isn't uh, out of the, uh, our expectations aren't set too high if we go into an Xbox show and we expect Xbox games to be there. <laughs> 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 you have to yeah. say it like that. This is not wrong. Wait, wait, so wrong. Wait, wait, are, you, are you implying that you are not a fan of the Riot Games announcement? <laughs> Are you implying that oh, the I PC... The, the Riot thing is, is a big thing. Uh, League of Legends isn't for me, but it's, mm-hmm. it's at least a big thing. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the whole show, what I, it was a Bethesda show, you could right. say. At least they had had a few games, and we had one Xbox game there, and that's about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think that the expectations were... Some expectations were too high. Right. Of course. So, exactly. Yeah. Sir, are you, saying, are you saying are you saying are you saying Pentiment isn't an Xbox game? So? Yeah. yeah, well, uh, no, I can't argue against that. <laughs> but, but you know what it is? Like it, it, I mean they, they left it out there where it's like, yeah, when you look at the, the big things that were shown, even Grounded? the delayed games, uh, they, they're not they're not they, they're not what you would consider of Homegrown, grounded is that home? Pentiment? Are we shaming the India double A? Is that what we do? Are these not games? People still make those distinctions. Oh, oh, if it's not triple A, okay, okay. It's not. It's not their homegrown. It's not. Obsidian is an Xbox game studio, sir. Yeah, yes, it is. Okay, I just want to make sure they're part of the home team. But it was embraced into the into the you know into the fold. Oh, you yeah. look at it as something supplementary, okay, as opposed no, to the main course. You okay. know, but, but you know how it is. Like, oh. I, it is one of those things, and until 
a studio that they sort of built from the ground up or evolved oh. from something smaller. Ooh. So wait, wait, we, have, we have caveats. Uh, so now always going to be, I'm not, I'm not saying that I have those caveats. Oh. I'm saying those caveats exist. Oh, okay, that, that's all. That's all. And, this is what, you, and, what and you've heard from the And the conversation around Xbox yes. always involves those caveats. That's for sure. That's, <laughs> you know this is true, no, right? I know. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Yeah. I, so, I, can I give you that. a story? Yes. So and the Pentiment thing, right? Let's go. I argued with Jez for a long time mm-hmm. about he was like, I'm going to leak this Pentiment game because I think it's going to leak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you sure? Because I think people, because I had seen a screenshot from the game, mm-hmm. right? He had oh, showed so me a screenshot. how it looked. Ooh. I knew 100% okay. how it looked. And I told mm-hmm. him, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think people like, you could you could you could leak it because Jez will normally get stuff and then he'll he thinks somebody else is about to leak it like a Jeff Grubb or maybe a Tom Henderson or somebody right um, and if he has the info he'll be like well I need I need to put this out because mm-hmm. I gotta you know I, I gotta write for Windows Central for a living so I gotta do stuff so mm-hmm. he had the he had the Pentiment info I had seen the screenshot that he showed me and I was like if you leak this mm-hmm. with the name. And then say it's Disco Elysium inspired and all this stuff. This is going to set a mental picture for people. Mm. And when it's shown, nobody is going to expect the art style that it's going to have. So mm. I, I kind of went back and forth with them because I'm good, Rand. Okay. Yes, it's good. I'm like the angel on Jez's shoulder. Yes. I'm the one basically, <laughs> listen, don't do maybe, it. Maybe you shouldn't leak this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should hold stuff. But, you know, he's he's got like the devil on his shoulder that's yeah. like, do it, do it, do listen, it, do it. I'm always like, you know what? Maybe not. Jeff Grubb is it, outside. I, I got to defend, gotta defend my boy, Jess. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> if so if he don't do him, it first, like, Jeff, go do it. <laughs> so Jess did it. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this game, when they revealed this game, People have this uh, thought of Ooh, what it's going to look like. I'm guilty. And nobody has a clue. I'm yep. And I'm uh, I, uh, yeah, like I remember hearing Mag's reaction on it on Boom Show. Mm. Uh, I think people weren't prepared for that art style. Okay. You know, so no, 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 this is fair. This is fair. And I understand exactly where you're coming from with that. And um, it is interesting. I'll jump in because I haven't got a chance to go. But um, look. With the Pentiment thing, of which I got a comment because I I'm, I'm so Team Obsidian. I am so. You got the T-shirt, bro. I, bro, I got Obsidian. I wear they. I love Obsidian. I think Obsidian is number one Xbox game studio signing, and they still are, in my opinion, until Bethesda drop. What they drop and prove that they, you know, Bethesda that we know, right? But for me, I built my. I'm, I'm guilty. I built the expectation of what I thought Pentiment would be mm-hmm. more in a double A space. And when I saw the art style, if I would have saw it, yeah, it probably threw me off because I was a little disappointed because I built my own expectation up. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, though, Josh Sawyer, the narrative, the game itself is probably going to be a fantastic game once I play Those it. are the type of games right. that get 90s. Oh, yeah. Right. So I know I had to check. Once I checked myself, the I was writing like. writing is going to be fantastic. Writing yeah. going to be fantastic. And I like the actual time period. So let me be clear. It was mm-hmm. just. It, hey, it's it look- in Germany, so. <laughs> there we go. You already know. Germany think, in the building. I think the biggest mm-hmm. issue that I had with that game is how I had with Grounded. Yeah. It doesn't look like the reason I love Obsidian. Right. And, 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 and here's the thing, and this is where Solve is right with the goalposts moving and the, you know, our, you know our people expectation from Xbox is that the hardcore are going to look at that and be like, or say like, yo, that ain't it. 
right? But here's the thing that's interesting to me, because now the dust is settled, and I had a good talk with Manny on the phone to Duke about this, right? And he, he asked me a great question. He's like, do you think this is going to be one of those shows that a year from now we look at differently? And I think the answer is yes. And the reason why I say that is this. We the hardcore, we know what we love. We all have our biases. We all have our favorites, right? But to me, the approach that they have shown with this, take the 12-month part out of it, but the, the, the approach that they've shown is that Xbox is going to have a diverse lineup with a variety of games for everyone. That seems to be the mantra going forward. And to me, that aligns with their overall vision, which is Game Pass. Now, I'm still standing on my square. For me, it was a 7 out of 10. It wasn't, I wasn't mind blown. You know what I'm saying? There were some things that was definitely for me. The end of the show was spoke to my soul. And I'm with Rand. Like, I don't think they get enough credit for the Japanese commitment. Like, people said that cannot be done. You know what I'm saying? The last time I even seen any Japanese presence on any level was during the Peter Moore area, the, which, yeah, which is my guy with the 360, Lost Odyssey, all that. That was, that was eons the, ago. The you reaction know? was so bad for having Kojima and Persona on there. Mm-hmm. Alex is able to make two or three videos. <laughs> Shout out to Odo. Like, but here's the thing, because the thing is, my thing is those games can't miss the platform, right? If you're truly trying to be Game Pass and everywhere and every device, there's a region that you're lacking. And to me, every, this is how I look at it, every genre in that show was represented, minus fighting, fighting. I'm going to be on Xbox for y'all. If y'all don't get this fighting game situation together, I'm going to be on y'all. I'm always going to tell you what you need to hear with the fighting games, what's going on, Killer Instinct, what's going on. That's why I'm always Team NetherRealm or whoever, the fighting game studio to make happen. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, if you looked at it objectively, you, in my opinion, you can't walk away from their show and say there was nothing for me. Right? There was yeah. something for you. Now, the question... That's the only player head-to-head fighters. Exactly. exactly. Yes. The only person that should be yelling is the FGC. If the FGC watched that show and like, yo, fam, you ain't had not one fighter, bro, I'm out, Xbox. But you, if you're objective and honest, you can't say there's not at least one game that is interesting to you. So the point becomes now, I get the overall show. If you watch it from an overall perspective and you got your one to two, one to three games that you like, but you're like, damn, I didn't really feel nothing else. I feel that's fair, right? I feel that's fair criticism there. But I think that, look, again, I go back to the Japanese stuff. The persona, like Rand said with, with Atlas, Kojima making a game for them, I think is huge. I thought Redfall looked good. I, I was actually I was more impressed with the showing of Redfall Yo, than I was Starfield. Yeah, Redfall really showed me something. I, I I came in with very low expectation for that. You I know think what that's what it was. Like yeah. I kind of had a like a semi expectation of what to. I knew what I was going to see right. with Starfield to a point. I just didn't know what the game was going to look like. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what Redfall was going to be, and I can always just say by the end of that, you could go back and watch our reaction. Yeah. Like the whole time, I'm like. Yo, this actually looks good. Like, no, absolutely. Yo, Redfall really impressed me. You know what I'm saying? So you got that. You know, Starfield, I get it. Is it fair to criticize certain things about it? Absolutely. But I'm not, you know what I'm not with, Ram? I'm not Mm. with these bad faith comparisons. Mm. What what type of bad faith comparisons? These bad faith comparisons. You you know what it is? People just, to me, expose themselves for not playing Bethesda games. Oh. Because if you're going to sit there and say that this is a one-to-one, this all this is is No Man's Sky, you don't play mm. Bethesda games. 
You don't know <laughs> about the systems. You don't know about true RPG mechanics, NPCs, decision making, crime, justice system, how one effect thing you do affects the entire world, the reactions, the AI. You you don't understand that. And then the fact that this game's scope is so large, because you not not only do you have the true RPG, then you have ship what you call it, um, fighting, dog fighting, dog fighting. in, in, in yeah. space, going to planets, you know what I'm saying, a narrative-based story. So if you're going to tell me, and I play No Man's Sky, so if you're going to tell me that it's like you have an agenda to because you don't like the game for whatever reason, it's okay to be critical of the game. But to say that's a one-to-one, that is a bad faith comparison. I, I can't. I can't because you just exposed you don't I play both you don't play either games you don't play no this guy you don't play what you I mean call one it. is a survival game and the other one is a yeah. narrative driven RPG so exactly yeah exactly now where yeah. I'm with Boxenberg where I'm with you bro is that to me and I'm going this is my assumption because of the first party situation I really felt they got thrown a curveball Bethesda I'm blaming I'm blaming Bethesda I'm sorry I think that they had every intention for Red Four Starfield to be there. They get the memo last minute, and I'm going to say, I don't have no inside information. I felt I felt Phil died on his sword for that. Because remember, Phil got I mean, dragged. Regardless of what was going to happen, mm-hmm. it is his it, it No, is no, his regardless. Yeah, nobody want to hear he, it. He was going to fall on that sword I get it. So. Nobody want to hear it. But in his defense, Todd put his chest out talking 11-11 a year early. With and the date. <laughs> yeah, but my thing is you trust in your story. Now, this this comes down to approach right is the hands-on approach good or not this is maybe a situation where maybe it didn't work out in their favor maybe you were supposed to check their build <laughs> you know what I'm saying? maybe you were supposed to see a little bit more maybe you put too much trust in them and then they they you know it didn't happen and now let's be honest the, the right decision was made delay the game right don't put this thing out and you have a situation you know what i'm saying so my thing is i don't i want the best with stuff i want it i think it the scope is tremendous so the last thing i say about the management thing because i know where you're going boxing and I, I just want to be fair because i do want i think what you're saying is fair i don't think nothing's wrong with what you're saying i just think that i want to show the other side too i don't know if anybody got a chance to watch um that ign article that they did with obsidian and it was Yes, it was. It really spoke a lot to me about their decision to join Xbox Game Studio. They literally yeah. said one specifically because of Phil. Two, when they looked at the Mo Yang situation, they looked at the hands off, the mismatch, the, the not with the tendrils in. Yo, you gonna do this? Are you gonna put connect in the game? Are you gonna force? You, you, you know who else right. they brought up that I was surprised? Who? He brought up Matt Booty a couple yes, times too. Matt yeah. that he already knew who Matt Booty was. They were already friends, right? And- because he said in yeah. that he didn't really know Phil at that time. Exactly. So. And to me, for the people who are like, yo, why y'all be capping for Phil? Literally, studios would not exist and sign with Xbox because of him. We've even heard, Rand, correct me if I'm wrong, the owner of Bethesda who sadly passed away, you know, and Todd, a good friend of Phil. But part of the reason the deal was done was the expectation that Phil is going to be there for a couple yeah, of years. So was it for, he yeah. solely responsible for them getting uh, Mojang mm-hmm. too? Right. So, so all this mismanagement talk and hands-off talk, I get it. It may not work for every single studio, but there are examples of studios that love this approach and wouldn't have signed with Xbox if this approach didn't exist. So we all I'm just saying for balance, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I love that that's because I didn't know it, it was our Fergus Marquardt, the CEO Ferguson of Obsidian. Of, yeah. Of Obsidian. Of Obsidian. Yeah. That yeah. to me is a big deal. And it gave me insight on something I didn't know. But look, last point I'll say is um as far as me, where I look at it, I get it's a seven. Personally, for me, they've given me things 
in this showcase with the Japanese game, the Sega franchise, and all these things that I'm like, okay, the future is bright, but for this year, you're in a pickle. You know what I'm saying? And you, you kind of had to, that's why we got to see your thieves and the ESO, and, and you got to do what you got to do. But that, that's what I got on this. I want to quickly transition into the extension. Wait, hold on. You just forgot about me. You just oh, left oh, it over. Oh, you have that dipping over you me. You know, Addict comes in, and right. all of a sudden, right. I become the stepchild right. right. again. That's because you haven't been showing up that much, That's why. You know what it is, right? We only just did an interview together this week. We builded our trust back. I mean, you my can't bad, really blame. So, you bad, can't really blame blame Cog though. You can't really see you without your knees. Oh, oh yeah! Shout out! Like, I gotta say this real quick. I'll give, give it to you. Solve is sitting down. I so am I don't not going front. The persona thing. I was like, oh my god, this is this is yeah. That was that. It, it, it touched the soul. But it was actually the Kojima thing more. The Kojima, because I've been predicting it for so long. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll, I'll be hitting up Jeff. I'm like, bro, you, letter intent, right? It's still on. Nothing ain't nothing yeah, changed. Nothing, nothing changed. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, got it. So when Kojima came out, and I know people are like, yo, but he didn't announce a game. He just, I get it. He did the same thing with PlayStation the first time. So he, he was announced. But it, and it's then five years later, that's trying to get Shut up, <laughs> Shut up. So it's, it's symbolic. <laughs> And it, to me, it represents a new day, a new direction. They are committed. But anyway, enough of me. Soft, get your balls off. I apologize. <laughs> no, listen, you guys pretty much touched on everything. Like, I, I really do think that for me, and I'm probably going to forget this by the time we get to next year's showcase, yes. right? But for me, I just think moving forward, I'm going to remove expectations of what type of stuff we're going to see in terms of how far out, mm -hmm. how many big surprises. I think it's just going to be fluid depending on the situation of, of, of where they're at, um, where the competition is at, right? And I think another thing we didn't touch upon is the fact that I really do think when it comes to determining what you're showing at a showcase, mm -hmm. if there is a big in-person event where you know there's going to be people in an auditorium, I think the impetus to sort of show more sort of bombastic stuff is sort of there mm -hmm. as opposed to everybody's at home. It, you can get, I think it's, as a business decision, mm -hmm. it's something that can easily be made like, hey, everybody's at home. We're not, we, I, although they did have an in-person thing this year, kind of like a fan fest thing. It, it's not the same as filling up the Microsoft theater with, you know, however many people and, and showing out. So I, I do think that's going to have some sort of, some sort of, uh, determination as to what they do mm -hmm. but you know i was hard on the show i was yeah, very hard you, on the yeah, show. yeah you went in you went in on starfield I was, yeah man. yeah but again i wasn't the no man's sky guy that's not sure, my no, issue you didn't do that yeah, you, that's a, that's you, a, i'm a with stupid, you on presentation yes. and if I there's any we weren't going to compare no man's sky no, to, to <laughs> yeah, starfield yeah. now we are like, yeah yeah i definitely wasn't that dude yeah you wasn't that dude um, okay, so. but and I think part of it was like me, like looking back and forth at super chats, like copy pasting super chats. And I'm, I wasn't like listening to everything. I was just sort of looking at everything. But when I, I went back okay, let's at go. the rundown, right. I completely agree about the lull in the middle. I think the lull in the middle is just, and King touched upon this, that it is that thing of like, you, if you had reordered certain stuff mm -hmm. and make sure your highs and lows and your crescendos were, were, were certain of a certain height, mm -hmm. then I just think it would have, played out better all the way across it when you put a bunch of games in the middle that are <laughs> your ears your your esos and your things like that where people kind of like king said tuesday energy didn't feel like it really belonged in this big showcase i just think it brought down the mood and it took a little bit to sort of ramp back up mm -hmm. um, 
the beginning was great, the end was great. But then looking at everything that they did show in the middle, when you think about, you know, when, when you think about how these games looked, when you think about like a high on life, mm. when you think about much like, you know, the, the Japanese sort of, in, you know, the Kojima, the, mm -hmm. the, getting the Persona games on there. I think the riot thing is huge oh, for Game people Pass. Sleeping. People sleeping, yeah. This is so huge for Game Pass because one of the things that I missed mm -hmm. during the show was the fact that once these games come into Game Pass, everything that you would pay for piecemeal on the PC side mm -hmm. is included in this Game Pass package. Mm -hmm. So you and come in and you have all those heroes unlocked already, right? And we're, and we're talking about literally the biggest the games biggest on PC. Favorite. The biggest. The games. biggest. Yeah. The biggest. Especially so, that Valorant. That, that's, that's a beast of its own. And we'll, and we'll talk about another big game that uh, they announced in the extended mm -hmm. in a second. But again, uh, very smart moves to improve the PC Game Pass aspect of Game Pass, right? Um, but then again, uh, you look at everything else, like Plague's Tale. For it to look amazing, lock. Yeah, even even the Overwatch two stuff. That's not for us, but again, it's something. It's the kind of the first you're seeing it. it you know, the announcement of free to play and all this stuff. Um, so honestly, looking back at it, damn near everything that's here is of is of interest and seems of quality. Mm -hmm. And so, it's just one of those things where. It, I, I got taken off guard. Yeah, it is one of those things that if you tell me a week in advance, hey man, expect this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, I'm not going in with that. Um, mm -hmm. And and not that I was being unfair to them in that regard. Right. It, but it is hard to pivot in the moment when right. you had stuff in your mind. In your mind, and, and we've never we've never seen that. Right. From in fairness to you, we've never exactly. seen Xbox say, "Yo, 12 months is all you from here to here." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But everything, like the last case of Benedict Fox. Oh, thank you for fantastic, that. fantastic yeah. game. Oh my goodness! And I and, and in Pen again, looking back at Pentiment, mm -hmm. when mm. you look at the pedigree of who's behind Ooh. this game, and when you look, when you think about what Pentiment stands for, Pentiment is is kind of the painting, the painting, the, paint. the layers, and, and and it's a form of storytelling from back then. Again, if this is incorporated in a, in, 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 a, in a, the way I think a Josh Sawyer can do. This game's gonna kill. And when you talk about, it's funny, because I think we've come to the point now when we think about what the hardcore wants, mm -hmm. I think in the long term, only the hardcore really paying attention to this game, no matter how it looks, right? Mm -hmm. I think if if you get a casual look at this game, maybe on the if it if it plays simply on the surface, maybe they stick around. Right. But if it's a deep RPG, kind of like what we expect, only the hardcore are the ones that are gonna stick around. Right. So and that's I what I think, want. I want it to be a hardcore. And there you go, right? So it's one of those things where it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned yeah, if you, you don't. Because ultimately, the game is a game for the hardcore. It's just not what you kind of want to see or expect to see at an E3-esque presentation, right? Yeah. And so, again, it, you know, looking at it, Pentiment seems great. Grounded has always been great, and now it's 1.0. Mm -hmm. Diablo, again, if if they had, if the sale had oh, gone through Diablo. already and they tell me Diablo day one game Bro. pass. Well, Diablo still could be day one because, the you know, it's not it, coming yeah. out till right. 2023. Mm -hmm. and the that, deal could close before then. And if that, it is, that's a big, that's I mean, a big announcement. It's a massive Diablo game, Diablo bro. That is a massive Phenomenal, game. Rand, in yeah. my opinion. I, it was I game of the show for me. Yeah, it yeah. was so good. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, Diablo 4 was definitely the cops game of the show. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so before that, let the cops pass. But, um, so the thing on Starfield, and like I said before, I think I'm going to play Starfield. I'm thoroughly going to enjoy Starfield. Mm -hmm. But my thing is just this, right? When you look at it, 
I look at kind of the way they were blindsided a little bit with Fallout 4 and having had Witcher 3 be as good as it was and come out months before. And so my thinking going into Starfield, you know, after the, the 76 stuff and whatnot is, hey, my, my hope, not my thinking, my hope was that they look at their formula and be like, all right, I want to change up the game completely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come and we're BGS, damn it. We, you know, we are the <laughs> standard bearers for the Western RPG. Mm-hmm. Let's show them, right? And what felt disappointing to me was it's just an, it feels like it's an evolution mm-hmm. of their formula. And that, that Todd's mantra is bigger is better, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just take what we've done before, polish it to a fine shine mm-hmm. and make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And like I said, during the show, for me, when I look at what I want out of a, a, a next gen RPG, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather smaller and denser and feeling more alive I know as where opposed going. to expansive scope. I know where you're right? going. I, I, only other interruption I will say is mm-hmm. I think philosophy-wise, you're going to be disappointed because yes. historically Bethesda has always had those larger scope type of games where actually you need to come over to Team Obsidian. Like Outer Worlds is Outer Worlds. that hover, denser, more Con, you know, concise story. That's to say, but you know what I'm saying? In the narrative and that's writing. What I'm, right. I and think that's what like, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by games that have come out since. Right. Even in their own, like, you know, you look mm-hmm. at New Vegas, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the, con, to me, the if, if and I'll forgive them for this. If the, if the bespoke parts of Starfield, mm-hmm. the created parts, the, the, the stuff that's not procedurally generated, mm-hmm. if that stuff is denser and feels more alive mm-hmm. and feels like they've they've taken that formula to another level is there, mm-hmm. I, I forgive them for the expansiveness. But for me, it's just, again, I, I, I completely agree that since... they that soft. That's what and they, that's that's the Skyrim, thing. Oblivion, these massive things. I know. Where, I get it. What they I do. get it. And my my heart, in my heart of hearts, what I hoped was that they looked at what what has come since. And I talked about oh, I you see know, what you're saying. Okay. And, and I and I and I talked about uh, cyberpunk. And then you know, when you get a version of cyberpunk on PC running and looking beautifully, that game does things that takes the idea of of, of a living world to another level, and the yeah. density and and the realism, and mm-hmm. you know, getting away from the the uncanny valley stuff. Right. And, right. So that's kind of that was my hope and expectation for this. And maybe in parts it's going to be that. Right. But in parts that they showed here, it just felt like, hey, this is our formula. This is how we've improved upon it. And right. it, it, to be fair, everything seems improved upon. Mm-hmm. I, we, we have really seen real combat, so I hope it's better. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see bats. I want to see yeah. I want to be able to shoot normally and stuff like that. But it just that's that was my disappointment in it that I I expected more from it. Mm -hmm. But again, they know what they're doing within the constructs of the formulas that they've that they've created because they created a lot of this template. Um, And I know I'm going to enjoy it. It's just. I, yeah, wanted, no, I just I saw what it saw what it Starfield to be something Star yeah. saw what it Starfield to be, and I get it. Exactly. It, 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 it went into their traditional formula and what with a bigger school. But I, I know where you're going. I know where the right. philosophy. That's a philosophy thing. For, um, but um, okay, but I, I'm going to change my. I gave it a six. I okay. give it a six. 
I, it's 7.5 to me, oh, even nice. closer to 8. Cause, yeah, because I've been really, really just analyzing the stuff that they talked about and the fact that it is coming out within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to look forward to. It's maybe not what I expected in a E3-esque show, right. but I can't front. Like, th- this, there's a lot of cool stuff here. So you're, you're basically saying that if you had known it was 12 months only before the show, your initial reaction would have been a lot higher than a 6? Probably. If you had known that beforehand, 100%, 100%. Because we, was... we, we would have had better expectations going into the show. Mm, yeah. That prediction show, we, we, it would have been set yeah. up different. It would have been like, look, like, you know, this is a 12 month basic. Like, in my in my mind, I didn't expect Avowed to be, you know, people were, were speculating that Avowed could be a, a, a shadow drop this year. I didn't expect shout, that. Shout out to my brother, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout I, 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 you, right. I was like, bro, it ain't happening. <laughs> I didn't expect that. But like to Addict's point, Love you, they've, had, they've had the bulk of these studios since 2017, 2018. Boxenberger said the same thing. Show me something. Yeah. It has to be something. No, I, right? I'm with you because part of E3 is the Super Bowl. The yes. pomp and circumstance, yeah. the wonder, the joy, and that's where I align with. Like at. we just got the play yeah. off. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> you just like, giving me the play. Yeah, like right. you just giving me what's coming and, up this year. And I'm like, and that's it feels cute. like yeah, yeah, and it feels like when there's no sense of that competition that there's right. always been. There's no need to go above and beyond. Right, and I, I think I'm so. I think Boxenberger said it best. If you take out the three of those games that we kind of felt we knew about. Mm-hmm. You know, the ESOs, the Sea of Thieves, and I forgot what the third one was, the Fallout 76. And you throw just maybe one or two, even if it's like, remember when Avowed first got shown and they showed the arrows and the thing and you're like, you see the spell. Even if it's a CGI to say, okay, Compulsion's working on something. Okay. You know, this one, you know, or Avowed, something of one of the studios to get the one, okay, what are they doing? Because I think to Addict's frustration, right? When you we know about 2018, we know they got all these. It's like, well, what is NXL doing? What is you know? If it wasn't for Randall Thor, Jeff Gordon, we wouldn't know these code names. (laughs) But but the the layman is like, how you that is on the form is like, how you bought all these studios? What are they doing? And I think they did need to give a little wonder. I don't want to spend too long because I know we go. I didn't expect extended to go this long, but I wanted to get the actual extended showcase of that. Like I wanted to get that part on. And as far as let's get with Rand, like you know, now that that came out. What are your thoughts about it? How did you feel about the extended showcase specifically? Uh, well, uh, I thought the best thing from the extended showcase was the thing they showed of uh, uh, Stalker 2 and the uh, devs and the whole oh, Ukraine that was situation. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, other than that, extended showcase ain't for me. <laughs> like, I just, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of lose all interest when people talk for long periods of time so i know valheim was announced for xbox which is pretty big that was a pretty big pc game yeah. it's coming to pc and xbox yeah. i'm struggling paris had a segment with mm-hmm. flight sim when he was oh, in yeah. i honestly don't even really remember like when i think of the extended segment i think of how they ended it with stalker 2 mm. and that like emotional video yeah of what they're going through other than that I just, I'll be honest, like, I don't remember no, any no of it. No Texas Chase yeah. Massacre. I felt like, I felt like last year's Extended was better. Mm. Okay, okay, man. Where he's at with it? Boxing Burger, uh, sir, Extended Showcase thoughts? I really enjoyed it. I love <laughs> uh, these um, insights and behind-the-scenes uh, looks and the interviews. I do love it. And I appreciate that they don't pack that in the main show. Yes. They have a dedicated... 
um, extended showcase where people like me that enjoy stuff like that can get these infos. And I actually thought a couple of games really showed better in the extended showcase, mm. like a Pentiment. Yes. Uh, a Pentiment was... It got my confidence back. <laughs> I was shaky. There you go. But um, I, I really thought uh, that it was a, a way better showing in the, in the extended yes. showcase when you got a little um, background as to what, what it's supposed to do or high on life. Everyone like, was on my uh, reaction show after the, the, the first Xbox showcase, uh, super excited for high on life. And I said, didn't do much for me, but those devs were really funny guys. Yeah. And when we got a little insight on why these guns are talking and stuff, I... I, I, and the level approach, how you can from each, like how you can attack the game from different levels depending on where you are, with what, what guns you got, the progression, the way yeah. you get the progression in, in so much player choice. But continue, oh, sorry. Yeah, no. So I, I thought some of these games really showed better in the extended showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that. And like Rand said, the ending was super strong. Oh, uh, yes, I like um, yeah, it is. It isn't easy for a big corporation to do something like that, um, mm-hmm. to get all political and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, I really have to applaud Microsoft for doing that. It, it was a very strong statement at the very mm-hmm. end. Stalker 2 looks, uh, continues to look amazing. That, that intro sequence is fire. Um, uh, I can't wait. It was already one of my most antip- antip- anticipated games. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of the OGs. Um, so, yeah. I, I thought this was was a pretty pretty good um, showing, yeah. So yeah, no doubt, I enjoyed it. No doubt, Lord Addict extended showcase thoughts. It was it was, it was good. Um, mm-hmm. I I like these extended shows because I feel like Sob. they can do La what Policia. the previous. Sob, huh? that's, not, that's not me. All right. Oh, who's coming? They coming for Addict? They coming for somebody? Yeah, they, they went for the BF. The West Police sounds completely different, so it's not me. Addict, you want to run? <laughs> I, I don't even hear anything. <laughs> All right, it's going down. It's going down. Whatever. Good. Um, I, I, these shows uh, are used for things that you know the main show can't do, like breakdowns and stuff like that. So, it, it's it's got its 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 uh its place. But I, I do feel like the the pacing to the extended show was kind of uh not there either. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, look, I don't think these shows are designed to have pacing either. But it's just like. I, I got about 40, a, l- a couple announcements into it. I turned it off. So Not for you. Not for you. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Lord Saab, extended showcase, sir. Thoughts? Um, I think this extended showcase does what it's meant to do, which is give you an extended look of things that they showed in the in the main sort of presentation. I don't... I don't I'd rather the things that they announced here, I would have rather just seen quickly at the at the big uh, showcase. I think it just would have added value to that showcase, especially something like I talked about earlier, along with the Riot Games thing is Valheim coming to Game Pass as a console exclusive. Valheim was like last January, not this year, the year before, like Valheim was all the talk was all yeah. the talk on the PC side, it's obviously. Very big on PC, yeah. yeah. So obviously uh, they kind of missed that, you know, initial wave, right? They, mm-hmm. they didn't have that. But I do think putting it on Game Pass, expanding that game out to uh, another audience could kind of give it a research. I have not looked to see how Valheim is doing now, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that the hardcore that love that game are continuing to love, you know, play that game. Right. So 
just like the riot stuff, it is another reason to sort of bring in the PC centric cloud, even though this is a console thing. Um, obviously, my, my thoughts is that it's coming to to PC Game Pass as well. Mm -hmm. But it, this is huge. Um, Texas Chainsaw looked interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, you know, I love horror movies, so to see this and see what they kind of do with this, sure, I want to see it. I would like the quick sizzle reel of it at the uh, at the main showcase mm -hmm. beyond that like the like the stalker 2 stuff was cool because it's us it, it it when you see devs taking up arms Whoa. um and being like hey i gotta handle this and you look at that person and you have no idea if you'll you know god forbid this mm -hmm. person does not survive this um yeah. or you see a dev that lived in a hallway yeah. uh for months on end um cool. continuing to figure out a work thing in, in the midst of all of this is is kind of insane yeah. but um beyond that yeah i just think i think it has its purpose i'm glad that they've realized that talking to devs and stuff for long periods of time mm -hmm. during the main showcase doesn't go over well mm -hmm. and but i'm not the guy for this either like when i'm in on a game i don't want to hear much more about it no matter yeah, how excited yeah, i am about yeah, it when i'm in i'm in and i don't want to see much more mm -hmm. So uh, it has its place. I think it does that well, mm -hmm. but it isn't really for me. Yeah, no, fair enough. I'll jump in. I got too much. I just want to shout out Malik, Paris, and OT. I actually thought they did a, sure. a really good job with the interviews. I like Malik with um, Pete Hines specifically. I felt he asked very good questions. You know, I felt I got some more information on, on Redfall. Again, I'm still excited about that. Um, you know, for me, there was some gets, obviously, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Valheim stuff, the stuff that wasn't announced. There was a, was it Ara Untold? Ara, the, oh, was the, yeah. Uh, the, is that the RTS that's, game? Yeah. Is that the RTS? I felt yeah. this show better at the extended than the Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I was mad at it at the It was the actual main. gameplay. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> you talk about gameplay, but this game showed up with no gameplay. And it sucks because I usually like those the genre, and I love the actress, the voice actor they have for her. I forget her name. I think she's Iranian. She's amazing. She's a Destiny She's one of my favorite characters. And I, I felt like, I know that's a, a game that should be a, a decent get for them, but I felt I learned more about it on the Extended Showcase. Mm. So to me, it could have been them. Especially but, where they're coming from with yes. the uh, Civilization and XCOM guys. So, yeah. yeah. So, that appeals to me. So I'm just like, okay, you should at least, whatever, yeah. whatever. It is what it is. But um, yeah, and I think that the standout is, I actually didn't mind it. Normally, I usually cringe with stuff like that. I felt I got a lot more information. I think even um, Playground was in the building for a little bit, giving us more about- That um, Hot Wheels, yo. Yo, that Hot Wheels look fire, bro. Like, yes. Yeah, so salute to them. I thought it was good. Paris did his thing. He's out there moving around. The Smithsonian, you know what I'm saying? I was happy to see the people outside. So th the show hit different for me, and I got to give Sarah Bonner credit. She got really emotional during the... um the Stalker 2 thing. You know what PSC I'm saying? The Game World announcement, yeah. Yeah, that was really... Yeah. And it hit home because, look, I know people are like, yo, I don't care about, you know, the pandemic and the games, where the games are. And it's like, bro, there's real life stuff going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, even sometimes I get into I mess up. I'll be like, yo, what's up with these games? Where it's at? And then it's like, yo, dudes are fighting for their life. The studio had to get evacuated. You saw like before and after. So it's like when you look at the real life situations, you look at the pandemic that all studios are dealing with. I know people are like, yo, it just Xbox, But yo, every major first party AAA from Sony got delayed at some point. Ratchet and Clank, Horizon for Forbidden West. Same thing with Nintendo. I'm still waiting for Breath of the Wild 2. It is real. We can't act like it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? The, the, key, the, key, the only let, difference let me, let me, between... Let me, let, me oh, finish, let me finish. The key is... The key is that I felt that with Xbox, and I know where you're going at it, 
that from whether you want to call it mismanagement or no. proper planning, I feel that when their delay happened with those two, there was not a contingency, so to speak, that they could fall back. And maybe Stalker was part of that. You know, saying even though it's a time exclusive, so to speak, but it just it just it just exposed the hole a little bit for 2022 from a first party perspective. But that's all I wanted. I just wanted to say, like, I think as gamers, we have to be a little bit conscious and, and cognizant of what's really going on in life. Okay, Attic, I know you're gonna jump in. No, I was gonna say the only difference between Microsoft and Sony is it seemed like Sony had a couple more games further in development than Microsoft did at that time. So, Absolutely. And, and not to, <clears throat> I've been told firsthand that like the more people you have to go around mm -hmm. the, the harder it is to manage people in a situation like that too so yeah. you know when you have a lot more studios that you have to constantly go back and forth between mm -hmm. it's going to be harder to keep everyone in the, on the same page than you know uh the smaller amount of people that sony has to has to manage right now because right. i mean at this point microsoft's almost got double the studios that right. sony has yeah. No. I just think I just think if we if we're not hearing rumblings of constant reboots and games possibly being canceled and stuff like that, which is what we were hearing a lot of, you know, sort of during the Xbox one generation, mm -hmm. the fact we're not hearing about that sort of stuff behind the scenes and it is just delays. Mm -hmm. I just think the, the mismanagement sort of conversation is a little bit overblown. I, I to Addict's point, it's a Boxenberger's point. It, yes, there are a lot of studios, and maybe they need to figure out a way to sort of keep the hand on the pulse of each studio a little more frequently, right. or we'll just yes. get the temperature of these stu studios more frequently. But um, I think if there was true mismanagement we'd be hearing the same sorts of stories of like, you know, uh, cancellations, you know, they, this thing that they talked about is quietly canceled and stuff like that. We haven't heard that. And that may just be them learning, you know, you know, mm -hmm. to, to sort of handle PR better and not let that stuff out. Right. But I don't think that's necessarily the case. Like even, you know, we've heard things about about being rebooted once or twice in, in development. I haven't heard anybody come out and be like, Oh, about is in trouble. Right. Um, it, it's just one of those things that happens during the course of development. And I think that's one of those, those things that I've become more sensitive to when I talk about this stuff is just the fact that if you think about game development from the very beginning, it, it doesn't seem like there's any, any formula that you can go by from game to game to say, Hey, this is going to bring me success. Right. Every, every game is a trash fire until it's not. And it doesn't even feel like the processes are necessarily the same. So it's like, it's like li literally rebuilding the wheel every time you start a brand new game, mm -hmm. because the challenges are going to be different to different. The, the, you know, the atmosphere is going to be different. Mm -hmm. the, it's just, everything is different. So I've just, I've just gotten accustomed to the fact that everything is going to be delayed <laughs> sometimes we'll hear about it sometimes we won't mm -hmm. and we'll, it, which will give us the impression that the game never had any issues during development which is never the case right and I, that's just kind of the mentality that i carry into when I, when i talk about this stuff now it's just like man everything is is a trash fire until we get the final product <laughs> and that's it and that, that's kind yeah. of the way i think about it game well okay, ahead, well uh, so say like the whole mismanagement thing is only going to go away once Xbox starts releasing all yes. these titles and they're good. Right? And they're good. Proof's in the pudding. Proof's yes. in the pudding. However, the one thing nobody really mentioned about this whole 12-month thing is mm -hmm. 
are we sure these games are going to release in this 12 month yeah, period? What if they missed yeah. the window? Yeah, I, th- I think some you know of them are I mean? definitely mm-hmm. pushing past that 12 months. Especially like, considering that all the exciting games we're looking forward to are more at the back end of these 12 right. months. They, they, so. They're going to they're gonna hear it if that's the case. You know, like, yeah. who's, who's to say Starfield doesn't need, I think need a more good time? And it's like, does. hey, Starfield's coming out, no, you know, 11 11 2023, right? Like, Ooh. you're setting expectations now that right. all these games are 2023. And I know they have. You know the asterisk and the 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 fine print that's like you know release dates may change or whatever mm-hmm. but i mean you came out there saying it with your chest these yeah. games, this is what you're playing on xbox in the next year mm-hmm. and you know maybe they all hit maybe a couple slip like we we just don't know yeah, I mean, that's yeah, why it like, behooves but, them that's right. a really good point yeah, but, that's a good point but, because we didn't get a lot of dates even with right that 12 that's months. why but, it but, behooves Ryan. them not to put dates <laughs> i think that's the lesson <laughs> learned Go ahead, I don't, to, to, to be honest with you not putting dates or putting dates it doesn't really matter at this point you said in a 12-month ratio if those games get pushed out of that 12 months which i, I think there's a good chance starfield does uh, if 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 it does get pushed out of that twelve months, it doesn't even matter. You didn't put that release date on there because people will be like, "Why are we having another another E three and Starfield still ain't out?" So it, it's just like they, they're gonna have to hit that. And if the game comes out and buggy, they're gonna get that business for the same stuff. Like you know that that that's part of the issue. Like what 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 we are in this this type of uh, business because uh, these. Twitter is not a, a safe haven for a lot of these places. So. Look, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Rand. And, you know, as far as the 12 month thing, I think that I'm still going to stand. I think that's the lesson learned. You know, you give them as much time as they possibly need and you don't throw out, you don't put your chest out. I mean, with a date, with less, Todd, you go hit it. Yeah. Todd basically said last week during that uh, the press event that, you know, they're putting the finishing touches on Starfield. Yeah, Todd also said I mean, they were doing that last time. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, what, what, okay, so what do we think? Which <laughs> game's coming out first, Redfall or Starfield? Redfall. Redfall. Redfall, Redfall. Redfall? okay. Yeah, yeah. We all think Redfall. I, I, don't, I don't think Starfield comes out until, like, August, September of next year. Oh, really? wow. I think, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh, I, I think Star. Well, here's the thing. I remember. T- I remember t- going to. J- I remember going to Cog to this too, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Start." And Cog's like, "It's it's locked. It's hundred percent." stop that. Jez was like, Jez was like, I'd be like, I don't know. I think I think Starfield is the one. I, well, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say a lock, but I think it comes out in the fiscal year. Their yeah. fiscal year ends at the end of June. Mm-hmm. I think they desperately want these games all to hit they, they desperately wanted that over. game to hit 2022 too and it didn't happen so well, but the thing is though like i don't know if that necessarily matters too much because it's still that's still within the same fiscal year right to them at least yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. um but kaga i think the question has to be asked let's go let's go what's up with Halo infinite bro <sighs> you show up at that or the extended. You know, you, you, you had you had CFEs, you had Fallout, you had Fallout seventy six, you had Elder oh, Scrolls it. Online. Mm-hmm. Their biggest game, Halo Infinite, no shows. Now, if you want to talk you know? about potential mismanagement, see, this is this is the thing, and I see the mismanagement talk about mm-hmm. Xbox as a whole. To me, there is one offender. <laughs> There is one, one of these kids that, you know, part of the children have been not, you know, making their homework assignments on time. They've consistently shown that. And I I love, you know, I love Halo Infinite as the game. The core of its game is fun. The gameplay is great. 
You know what I mean? No one's saying the game is bad. It's just... I haven't seen anyone. I've yeah. never seen a live service game not have service available <laughs> live. <laughs> like, like, I just, like, like that, that's the problem. Like you, you, I don't know what happened that did you go just... Everything was just to get across the finish line and now it's like, let's play catch up? Because that's the problem. And to me, it's indicative. If it's not there... Listen, I'm happy... Take as much time as you need because clearly you're not ready, right? So to me, if it's not there, that I have to internalize it. I'm going to have to guess that you still need more time for Project Tatanka and the Battle Royal. You still need more time for the co-op. You still need more time, which I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is unacceptable in my opinion. I've always been on delay Halo until it is ready. I never was on that bring it out. You know, just because it's the 20th anniversary and we need it. Forza Horizon was doing fine by itself in that holiday window. I'm going to die on that sword. And a lot of Halo fans are mad at me. No, cog, it needs to come out. Are you happy now? Are you happy with the level of content you're receiving right now? I do this live service stuff. I play the live service games. I know how it goes. You got to have content. And on top of it, it's free to play. So if you're free to play and you still, I mean, you're doing well on Xbox. But the Steam numbers, you you can't say that they did not envision a way bigger engagement and player base. So, yeah, they, they, they did that to themselves. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's unfortunate because of what's happening at 343. I'm not going to say, you know, obviously Undead Labs and Initiative. Those to me, I don't say problem children, but those are the people, what three, that I think people look under the microscope the most when the mismanagement talk. And I can't dispute those three. I can't sit there and say, yo, no, it's definitely not because... I have to go by what we see, right? But in fairness, I want also people to say, this is why I don't get on the mismanagement train because we're not talking about Obsidian. We don't talk about Playground holding it down. We don't talk about Coalition holding it down. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of Xbox Game Studio that's doing just fine and doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, what, what's going on with, with them? But to your question, yeah, I think it is disappointing with 343 in the Halo Infinite situation. I, I, I'm surprised that they weren't there. So, I, think, yeah. I, I think the free-to-play thing, and I said this from the beginning before this game came out, mm -hmm. I'm like, they are turning Halo into something that it's not. It has or it hasn't been before. Mm -hmm. And looking at what Bungie's gone through, looking at things that have happened with Anthem, the division, right. we've seen the blueprint of what works and what mm -hmm. doesn't work. And it feels like this is the aspiration they had for but mm -hmm. uh, for halo multiplayer and they weren't prepared for the amount of work and the amount of manpower required right, to keep up that cadence then the delay and the other thing and here's the thing and i've, I've done this live service here's the thing in fairness to them because shout out to my man who's in there i am like that's capcom you played Destiny, absolutely that i've played Destiny one and in fairness to halo infinite this is what i will say about how the live service thing go they dropped to tonka they, the, the, which is the Battle Royal, they drop the co-op, they drop the Forge, and it looks good, plays good, you got a good trailer, all is forget. Live service, people come back. That's the thing, it's ebbs and flows. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Halo, I mean, Destiny had the problem in the beginning, it launched, it did have content though, that's the difference. Destiny had content, they had a raid, they had the Vault of Glass, they had expansions. So it's not a one-on-one, Destiny had content, it's just the narrative was where the narrative was. But you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, these guys got to drop content. If it's good content, people will come back. My thing is it didn't need to be this way. You didn't need to put, you, 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 this is self-inflicted in a way. Just I'm push actually, it back. Good. I'm actually in the mindset that uh, 
they they, they might have killed the uh, Halo franchise trying to turn it into a free to play. We'll see. It's up to them. Damn, mm. it's up it's to a, them. It, you know, it's just a, they, I don't, that team just, was not built for that. And they, that's what I'm saying. I don't think three four three has the expertise and the the output that they that that mm-hmm. is needed to deliver a free to play Halo. Like if you look at Epic, mm-hmm. Epic is all hands on deck on Fortnite, and they right. shut everything else down. One game, one game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's valid. Yeah. It's, listen, anybody who says that, I cannot fight dispute. Hey, we got we we have a track record. We have a track record, right? That's all I'm saying. We're we gotta gonna, be honest. We got we gotta see. We're gonna have to see what happens when they put that battle royale. Yeah, that that, that might breathe a lot of will, life. Add it. I will say this: it's kind of like this. Is it like when you get that hot trailer? You see 60 Spartans dropping down. You know what I'm saying? Battle Royale. You're going to see Ray like, yo, Battle Royale with the crew. Yeah, he yeah. going to grab up Gopher. He going to grab up yep. his people. And if it's fire, gamers will forget. You, If it shows well, gamers are going to be forget. okay, Halo's back. Here we go. I just yeah. want the overall health of Halo to stay strong. Because to me, this was supposed Like, imagine if it was delayed. Last part, I know we go along. If it, let's say it came out at the top first quarter 2022. That would have helped a little bit with this year. And you had content. I don't think it would have helped much. I'm just saying if you had content, steady content, and it was ready and rocking, it would have helped a little with, with this gap I, of, of 2022 first party. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, what have they realistically released in that little gap between release dates? Like, they, they haven't really done much you know at what all. I'm saying? What if they had the time and that would have afforded them the time to, to drop a co-op of, of Forge and a Battle Royale mode and it's like, yo, look at all this content Halo got. But at least I, some but those, But we <laughs> still maps. haven't got... I mean, we're we're probably still three to six months yeah. away from all of that stuff. So I, I still yeah. think we'd still be in the exact same situation. Like, delay <laughs> Terry's ready. Yeah. Anyway, yeah but, which would be like January 2024. Listen, man, it's, it's, we'll see. I'm pulling for them. I want. They launch it right in between Starfield. Yeah, they, it could have took Starfield. And- <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Attic. It could have been a Starfield I mean, yeah. spot. I, I, I know a little bit. I know a little bit information when it comes to the three four three stuff. That there was a lot of variables that led yeah. to the way it did. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just one or two. There was a lot. As much as I'm talking, I still think the game is a great game. I wouldn't go this hard for it. Anyway, let's move on. So let's get the super chats and then we got more. Okay, cool. We got a bunch. So let me scroll back a little bit. No just remember, the last one that I got is Brett Bingham. So that's the last one that I have. All right, cool, cool. Um, Salute everybody in the chat doing what they do. Make sure you guys hit the like button for the Lords. Come oh, on, thank you. Yeah, hit that like, man. You know, since the Lord's Day it's for free, the fall, it's, it's easy. Free. One of the best podcasts oh. out there, one of the best Xbox podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that loud. Yeah, I don't know if Sal so heard me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, right? Switch is coming in hot, though. You ever seen them MPDs, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready to rock. All right, let's do it. <laughs> we got Ryan, $2 super chat. Ayo King got that Crocs link. Oh, Lord. <laughs> On the Crocs train. Oh, Is yeah. King not showing up today at all? He said he's going to try to pop, pop in. We'll see. Uh, we got Dodo Taku, $5 super chat. It's not really a new concept. Nintendo's always announced things that are within a year in their directs. Yes, but a lot oftentimes for Nintendo, a lot of stuff is super, super secretive. Like, mm-hmm. they don't let they don't let stuff out of the treehouse. Like, so... The, we we got to be realistic with Nintendo, too. They make great games, but, like, I would say... The difference between their games and something like Starfoot on Godfall, uh, not Godfall, God of War, 
it, it's it's huge difference like you know I, I look at something like the pokemon games and like kirby those games take a long time to develop but i don't think they have to jump through nearly as hoops as something like a starfield yeah that's true here one second then we got uh murky murky with the 35 actually these are called rands <laughs> south african rands shout out to red murky murky 35 dollars here all the way from South Africa, and I'm a bit late on this on this one, but what about the classic Capcom arcade piece, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? Did you guys mm. play that? I'm good. I know played what it is. It. I, don't, I don't think I ever played it, though. I played it. It's a real pretty game. It's back, you know, I think this system 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 two sort of uh, Capcom stuff. Um, beautiful, but it, I, it wasn't an IP that I knew. Um, we got Necromancer's Ale, yeah, remember, for eight months. The difference between a Nintendo game and an Xbox game is probably $200 million. <laughs> wow. Slander. <laughs> we got this showcase was for everyone, an all-around showcase for the next 12 months. Their next showcase later on will be showcasing their future games and gameplay trailers for 2023. That, that is a hope. And we have Bay Area, $5 oh. for chat. Happy Father's Day to all the real ones out there. Great show. Hit that like button. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you. Hit the like button, y'all. Save, save the children. Every time you hit the like, save the save cat child. Continue. We got Rob the Don, 202, $2 mm. super chat. Let's get those likes up. Thank you. Yeah, hit, hit the like, y'all. Like, like, Come on, man. Father's Day for the fathers. <laughs> Not for the babies today, <laughs> for the fathers. Babies for the fathers, man. Come on. Kay Johnson, member for five months. Thank you, sir. Back with some awesome guests. Loving ILP. Mm-hmm. Rand Al Tomato. 2023 <laughs> is the year of the cams being. 2023 is the year of the cams being on. Loving the show. Oh, oh we'll see. <laughs> Rand Al okay, what, what How many subs you need to get you on camera? 200,000. Oh, come on. I thought it was one of them. You keep moving the goalposts. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's like the haters of yeah. Xbox. Like, uh, he's moving the goalposts. Oh, he's gonna damn. He's, gonna, he's like, I'm, gonna, I'm the man with the million. I need a million subs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got? We have Rob the Don again, two dollars super, uh, ten dollars super chat. Let's hold on. If the games aren't ready and they show a second CGI or choppy trailer, this will ruin the game more than not showing it. Mm. So the best thing is to let people people's imagination run. Okay. Yeah, there ain't nothing to imagine. There wasn't there's no <laughs> announcements. <laughs> And we have hard to find member for 14 months. Thank you, sir. Shout out to my guys as always. Much love. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Yes, hit that uh, like. Salute. That's all you. Salute. Then we have Luna Smoke Zim with the five dollar super chat. Luna Thank Smoke. you, sir. Then we got Flame member for 21 months. Flame in the building. My favorite reveal at the Xbox showcase was the return of Wait for E3 2023. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's messy. Don't act like it wasn't no games for you, Flame. That's messy. <laughs> really got me hyped. Have a great show, gentlemen, Flame. As, as always, as, always. Uh, as his name indicates, is yes. Japan Fire. Exactly. Then we got Slow Mo Backslap, $5 yeah. Super Chat. Mm. Xbox needs to retool inside Xbox as a quarterly show that provides reveals of first party games and updates on the development of anticipated games. Yeah, that would definitely work. Yeah. And we got Luna Smoke Zim once again, $10 super chat. Mm. AAA games are just not ready for anyone. What does Sony, Nintendo, Ubisoft, Capcom, Take Two, or EA have for the AAA 2022? GT7, God of War, and Horizon are all last gen games deep into development before the pandemic. That's true. Okay, okay. We got Necromancer's Ale once again, $5 super chat. 
I've seen stories on new Halo Infinite campaign story content isn't coming out until 2025. Is that what you're hearing? <laughs> Jesus. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Can you confirm? I have no idea. <laughs> you know, maybe I, maybe you know, maybe what they should do is just can the 10-year plan and just release a new Halo game in five years. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm. What else we got, saw? All right. Uh, THX 1138 $5 super chat Obsidian is able to develop game ideas under Microsoft that no way any other uh, any other publishers will never green light mm. we get to see more games from the studio that's for sure Absolutely. 100% yep. and they get to exist they get to exist because of that bag mm -hmm. and we got pragmatic eagle $10 super chat people like to poop on games that hit 20 plus million players then mm. don't buy the one game they cap so hard for as indicated by the sales engagement numbers etc it's hella weird to me just play games that goes to show you that twitter isn't a real place and yeah. a lot of people just like to talk for the sake Bro, of talking twitter is an echo chamber do not look yeah i agree i agree with what he said because a lot of people like even though we may say that's not for me some of those franchises that they did pick up are tremendous yep. player bases and huge engagement in special specific regions but i agree yeah, with that. which is the reason why Sea of Thieves is at the show every year because yeah, exactly and it's it, it just 30 million people so bro. it's constantly it's constantly meeting new people so of course it's going to be there it's just like that fallout that mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls Online though it's like I feel you I feel you yeah I, I completely these rare puts I mean the trailers rare make are really really yeah. good yeah you know mm -hmm. that's a good point continue yeah Rob the Don, $202, we chat. I'm sorry we knew they was in trouble when they moved Starfield and Redfall. People was hoping that they would move something up or show right. the future. They didn't. They didn't. Now people don't have ammo for the console. <laughs> <laughs> console you know what? Yeah. That's 100% true. Uh, a yeah. lot of it is list wars. Yes. Yep. A lot of yes. it is, oh man, yeah. the PlayStation guys are going to clown me. Yep. Uh, for the next year, so there is yeah. there is an element to that. Exactly. Just some, just so. be just be prepared for that clowning if uh, God of War comes out this year and it comes out on 11 11 2022. Just oh, yeah. just be oh, ready. Yeah. More, 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 fuel, more fuel for the games. More fuel for the fire. A lot of game yeah, God of War ain't coming out. Ooh, with the exclusive. <laughs> there we go. Even, even though even though Corey Ballerog came back to Twitter. He come back yeah. to Twitter. Oh, he come back to Twitter. Whoop de doo. <laughs> oh, I'm so sick of like, like we we almost in July. Try like to, July. Trying to save you for the PlayStation Nation. Uh, PlayStation Nation can go somewhere with. Oh, me. he ready Corey for ain't show me his. Corey ain't show me God of War's build. He ain't show so, you the build. You know, we got we get that emoji on. We get to show me the build emoji. That's Addict's hot J right there. Salute, yeah, man. Corey, Corey Barrog did show a, a mouse next to that. Got a mouse uh, that connected you know? could be connected to a build, Addict. Yeah. No, I, I I hope I'm wrong. But Steam like, build. Look, like, at the at, at the end of the day, they haven't showed me anything to make me think this game's coming out this year. It, like I want it to come out this year. This year looking dry. Like I need some God of War in my life. Show us the build. Show us the build, Addict. I feel like, I feel like. There we have Pragmatic Eagle member for 32 months. Thank Ooh, you, sir. Appreciate oh, that. Wow. Man. Thank you. On a positive note, I'm glad all the discourse is positive and intellectual. Salute to ILP. Of course, Ooh, you know, it's bro, like it's like going down here. You know we got to keep it intellectual. And we got Rob the Don 202, $5 super chat. Plus, sorry to be morbid. But why worry about four to five years in the future when I might not be here? Give stuff <laughs> I can play now. That is that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. Yo, what, what, what have you done for me lately? Where's that? Exactly. Where's that? Exactly. And we got Splendiferous. Mm -hmm. $2 super chat. I said it. 
Sav had to take that knee, boy. <laughs> was waiting. I, I don't know when you said this, but okay, that's fine. Salute. Okay. salute. I want to see the 150 plus hour gameplay of, of when you play Persona 5 because you're not going to play it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then we have Dorian Gray, five dollars for chat. Mm. One downside to the Bethesda acquisition is these people who never touched the BGS game coming in demanding stuff <laughs> BGS never did, and we fans never wanted. See, this is the this is the thing that I have with fans of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm just not that type of game player. People just want what they want, and I respect that. I appreciate yeah. that. But oftentimes, wanting what you want is not wanting the thing that you love to evolve and change. Oh, no, star! You're gonna piss Attic off. This gonna be no. An but you just you just want it. You want it crisper, prettier, running better. And that's it. Like Let's you know what I mean? Lord, like, this gonna be an argument between you and Attic, <laughs> and I'm not but, ready for this. I, what, what? I'm not. I'm not wrong. Oh God! Attic would agree with me. <sighs> I mean, if anything, I would say that kind of like. That mentality is actually what killed Final Fantasy. They wanted it to look better. They wanted to change the mechanics of on addict and solve on the variation of sequels. No, I'm agreeing with. Oh, okay, go go. With time, let's move on. I don't want to think. I don't want to go left, but y'all too. Continue. No, it's not gonna go left. No, we'll be seriously. No, no, tackle five dollars in the chat. Every game got hit by COVID, but Xbox started from basically nothing in 2018, mm. while Nintendo and Sony were already in a good state at that point. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Got to get draft picks. Got to, got to, got to, you know, get the farm up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got Beats Games Life. Hashtag Zim804. Shout out to you, sir. $5 Super Chat. It's it's mismanagement. <laughs> Has there ever been a console in the history to launch with no first-party games? Mm-hmm. Phil, Matt, Booty been dropping the ball for a while. Well, all I it's will just, say, I, I mm-hmm. hear what he's saying on 2022, and it's a bad look, and, and I, I feel that. I mean, I don't even think it's 2022. Like, besides... Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about the console uh, launch. We ain't going to act like 2021. We ain't going to act like 2021 ain't happened, and they just with better critic publisher of the year. Besides Flight Simulator, Which we is haven't massive. had even a, a Series X exclusive at all. I mean, oh, Halo yeah, Infinite. For yeah. the Horizon Five, the Xbox One, Xbox One. Oh, you're talking about, but they've already that. told you that they weren't doing that ahead of time. Yeah, they told you I, that it was going to be cross-play. So that I don't hold, the, I don't hold their feet to that fire. Like I doesn't. I just to, to me, I mean, 2020, they they launched a console in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and the thing about it is, when you think about mismanagement, again, they can't. What okay? What if they, what if they did have the hand on the pulse and, and were more had a, of an iron grip on these studios during the process? Right? Does that does that mean that the game would have come out before? It doesn't necessarily mean that either. It means, it means they that they would have they would have known exactly. It just so it's one of those things. Is like as a manager, you still are mm-hmm. sort of beholden to the work that's being done. And if the games weren't ready, they just weren't ready. And no amount of twisting people's arms was going to get the games ready in a state that would have been satisfactory for gamers anyway. Mm-hmm. So it is one of those things. It's like, man. To me, listen. it's all, you got to take, they got to take the L on 2022. It's not about excuses. Yeah. They just got to take the L. They didn't have whatever happened. Whatever happened. happened when the game wasn't ready, <sighs> and I get it. Nobody wants to hear it. Whatever I happened, happened. What do you mean? Starfield and Redfall weren't ready. We know what happened. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know, happened. But we it's like, know what happened. That's but this idea, like, this idea also, that their structure, internal structure is just broken and I don't know. Man. I mean, I, I said what you're seeing is the consequence of Microsoft's late investment in Xbox. Mm. Yep. Right? And they have a lot of internal studios that go buy some, but they buy these studios that already have games that they're working on like in exile was we got to do wasteland three which they had put out in 2019 so they can't start working on anything new you know uh ninja theory is working on bleeding edge 
Obsidian's already doing some of these things. Like a lot of their studios that they acquired already had previously mm-hmm. scheduled arrangements. I mean, even Bethesda yeah. themselves had Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, mm-hmm. uh, you know, caught up with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Nobody could predict uh, the global pandemic happened. Right. So now all your games yeah. essentially get pushed almost a year, right? So like Avowed and all these titles that were probably internally scheduled for 2022 mm-hmm. all suddenly are now 2023 and later. And yeah. you're left with the situation where you didn't really have a lot of stuff. You could have held things from 2020 because 2020 had Ori and tell me, tell me why. And yeah. a few other games that they really dropped in the summer, just like before the console launch, they could have held, they decided not to. So you launch with gears tactics, mm-hmm. Right. Halo gets delayed, Psychonauts gets delayed, so 2021 looks better. Otherwise, it would have just been Forza. Uh, you know, Bethesda was kind of the band-aid that we, okay, we'll get some 2022 games, and then those get delayed, and you're and you're just, you don't have anything because the games that were supposed to come were right. all delayed. So it's just, yeah, I mean, it's basically, uh, and to me, it's just if Xbox had waited, they waited so long to do all this stuff mm-hmm. and it finally caught up with them. It finally bit them in the ass. Mm-hmm. So now as Boxenberger likes to say, like Boxenberger is like, there's no first party games this year, yeah. even though there are two, uh, <laughs> you know, as Dust falls, which is a global publishing game. They consider it oh, first party in Pentiment, right? <laughs> like, there's nothing on a triple A scale. It right. just it just all caught up with it just everything and, just caught up with them well, and, I, I, the, and probably death loop right but, yeah and, and death loop, at the yeah. at the end of the day people who say that there's mismanagement at Microsoft like Microsoft's just gonna have to take that criticism until they prove that they're correct, not correct. because they're, there's they're been not. enough to actually feel like there is mismanagement and there's nothing on the other side saying there's not I just told you stuff what I'm saying it's not it's, it's it's multiple examples of 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 it not being we they just came off of 2021 where they published yeah whether people don't like specific hardcore gamers don't specifically like flight sim or age of empires or forza horizon or halo infinite that's on them but we can't say they didn't exist now this year I ain't making no excuses for it I'm with I you. mean I'm with you on to this be year. fair though the past yeah. six months there's probably three or four articles that's that's giving one for everyone that you're giving. What so, you mean? What's what's the article the, that, that said that they the were the not thing, meta, the meta initiative crap. thing? But what was the, the article that said thing? that they were not the publisher of the year in 2021? That they I, had I, the most. They had more games that. than Sony that year. I'm not arguing okay. about that. I I was saying that there is plenty of articles of of stuff that is showing that there might be some so there's mismanagement three. in there's, certain studios. There's the initiative, the undead lab situation, and three four three. And I can give you Playground Games, Obsidian, Turn 10, you know what I'm saying? And they still got more games coming. For I mean, no, one, I don't think no one's ever said all of Microsoft and Xbox. But that's, that, that's the thing that I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying the perception. We have to be honest with the rest of the studios as a whole. And that's what I think is not being fair. Now, if you want to say, hey, what are the new studios doing? I'm with you, right? Because I think that's what the issue is. I think the issue is... The new guys, hey, what's going on? And because they did this 12-month format, right, and now we don't see what the new guys are doing for the most part still, then it's going to be, it's on them whether or not they want to show that or not. And I get that. Even if you look at from, like, standpoint now, Jason Schreier just said on Reddit that Avowed has has been restructured, so don't expect to see it anytime soon. Like, there's stuff there. Okay. 
but that that means auto that means obsidian didn't give us auto worlds they didn't show us auto worlds 2 they didn't show us pentiment they didn't shape so really grounded this year has to be like the whole studio so what so so mismanagement is one game gets delayed then this whole studio is mismanagement then that's what you're saying if one game gets delayed you can mismanage one project under a studio okay so that means the whole studio is mismanaged no one said that that. okay so they wouldn't i don't understand why the avow thing is coming up when we're ignoring the other things all I was saying that I can understand why people would. would, would no, assume. I get it. I get it, and it's up to them, like Rand said, to make quality games and show well. That's on them, and then yeah. then the perception goes away. But until then, then people are going to say what, yeah. what the stuff that you're bringing up. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this stuff and speculate about it, but at the end of the day, it's like Rand said, the proof's in the pudding, and people only care about the end product, right. and they don't really care how they. It, it gets there so you know and that's i mean i guess it's fair as a consumer it's fair you only care about the end product but we're kind of not necessarily regular consumers um hold on a second what else we got uh give me a moment i started copy pasting a few more Um, okay let me run back there we go what was the last one you read because i think i got uh, we got a bunch of the podcast. You do. I got. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm not gamer. on Twitter. I see. Okay, okay, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Rob the Don, two dollars super chat. Uh, five dollars super chat. Excuse me. Um, the only thing that might miss is Starfield. Stop it. Turn ten, Arcane, and Mo Yang are good. I mean, they're all well, turn ten is the only one with the window. Spring 2023. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the other ones? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but then everybody thought Turn Ten and Forza Motorsport was supposed to be this year. Exactly. So, no. you know, <laughs> we got Gamer by Choice member for thirty-two months. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. <laughs> I am not on Twitter, and I seem to enjoy my gaming more because of it. Amen. There's it's so much negativity <laughs> and irrational stuff happening there. I love all the games I play on Xbox. Great show. Right. You, sir go donald taku five dollars super chat halo has been doing their own shows and updates though as long as forge is still september it'll be fine from then on that's the hope mm-hmm. david castellanos five dollars super chat love the podcast keep doing big things thank you sir no doubt and we got mr irishman two pound super chat i think halo's building to a soft relaunch Ooh, damn brett bingham ten dollars super chat if halo wars 3 gets greenlit which studio do you think will take it on? Relic, Creative Assembly, World's Edge, or Blizzard? Who would you choose to develop it? Damn. Mm. Addict, Cog. Mm. Who would I choose to develop it? Coalition, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say Coalition. Okay. After Gears Tactics, yeah, that sounds awesome. No doubt. JD Gamer, $10 Super Chat. Let's start this off right. FF7 isn't coming to Xbox until it can land in Game Pass, and it's going to cost Microsoft a grip to do it. So I predict if it ever happens, it won't be until 2025. What say you all? I think if it happens, it doesn't happen until all three parts of that game are out on PlayStation. So, yeah, 2020, 2030 sounds about right. I don't know. It's Doctor, 10 pounds super chat. I like this year's show because it had actual gameplay. My disappointment kicked in, however, when I realized that we will probably have to wait a whole year to get updates on Avowed, etc. Mm-hmm. That's true. Then we got Hollywood Rules, $10 Super Chat. Happy Father's Day. Uh, 
Happy Father's Day. So smash the like button. Another great IOP Sunday. Last week, boom. This week, ran. That's great. Ran the great. Excuse me. Ran the great. Thought Thank they you. should have said the showcase was going to be locked into 12 months, uh, a 12 month span prior. Yes, I think that would have helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then we got Gaming Forte. Remember, for Ooh, 31 Forte. months. Happy Father's Day, Lords. Show was okay, but just a huge reminder of everything not coming in 2023. And as always, wait, no king. I'll wait till next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the king. He's supposed to come through. I don't know what happened. He's chilling under a palm tree with somewhere. The That's crocs. what he's doing. The yeah, the crocs did a miss. He's with his crocs. <laughs> they ate his feet. <laughs> Damn, crocs. Got a little, got stuff up. We got Spartan Goat 17, mm-hmm. 2000 Super Chat. Halo in absolute shambles. Gotta ax infinite, bro. Whoa. Wow. Damn. They wanted axed. Okay. Okay. JD Gamer, $5 super chat. Side note, what Japanese publisher is Xbox going to purchase to combat its lack of Japanese game stigma as soon as Activision Blizzard King closes? Sega, Koei Tecmo. We'll see. I think. I don't know about necessarily acquisitions, but. We got Spartan Go 17 again, two pounds super chat. Xbox got us in the desert like it's the Bible day. Shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got $5 super chat. Which is the best advanced GG hydration flavor? This is for Kai. Oh, okay. So we want the the best. I would go with the sour for the um for the focus, even though I got the sour with me right now. The focus, that's your game enjoy. But I would say the energy, I ain't gonna front that dream team punch, man. It's, it's, it's fire. Go hit that. The link's at the top of the description. Get that 20% off of all the days right now. Go get that. <laughs> yeah, power. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> then we got Donald Taco with the dollars. Can we stop moving goalposts? No Series X exclusives. Flight Sim don't count. No first party games in 2022. Pentiment and Grounded don't count. No first party <laughs> launch games. Gears Tactics don't count. <laughs> get it. They don't count. I- okay. We good, we all good? But every, everybody defines things differently. Uh, no, a couple more. We okay. got Mexican Zoidberg, member for 18 months. Y'all are tripping. Mm-hmm. Saab bet his knees on next mainline Persona game coming day and date to Game Pass. Give this man his knees back. I didn't bet that it was coming. <laughs> Ooh, when did I bet? No, I bet it's not coming day and day. I still think that Persona 6 day one ain't happening, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Phil dropped off an extra little bag, you know, just for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else. Let me see what else. I got jumped a little bit. Let me roll back a little bit. Oh, hold on. Shout out before you got got it. Shout out to Legend, Tom Anderson became a member. Wow. Oh, Salute. Salute, Tom. I didn't Thank know you, you were still Tom here. <laughs> Yo, appreciate it, man. Thank you for being here. And I do want to say this because I did see this in the chat. And, um, you know, I think there's a confusion. Like, we all are going to agree to disagree sometimes and it's okay there's a difference between agreeing to disagree and someone saying it's disrespectful just because you disagree me and Attic will always have a disagreement yeah. all the time same thing with me and Saul he, we went, went at it with the whole Sega thing same thing with me and Rand you know what I'm saying about the state of Xbox and I'm like yo it's all lit and then he's like I don't know Cog I'm saying you know what I'm saying that's just natural discourse we have to be we have to be in a position where we can say things and be on the other side of it. As long as it doesn't personalize it, it's all good. So I just wanted to clarify that. That's that's what discourse is. Doesn't Isn't mean that's what strikes up a good conversation. That's what strikes up a good conversation. Doesn't mean exactly. yo, we he feel this, I feel that. You're disrespectful. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. It's just how he feels yeah. that. And then there's times, yo, Attic, me and you've had this conversation where me and you've said, yo, I feel this. You be like, yo, I feel this. And having I come to you, I'm like, yo, Attic, you was right, bro. 
I got that one wrong. And likewise, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all it is. You but know, I see this thing that if we, if I know it's only if it's me and you, if me and you disagree, I, yo, they think it's gonna blow up. Yeah, baby, like they think it's they real. Think it's like we not gonna up. talk to each other. <laughs> nah, bro, we we do this like five times a day. Bro, <laughs> this is what me and addict listen, do. That's why I love them. Like, and and it's funny because yeah. it kind of only you guys that still kind of keep that energy. We gotta if you anybody who's new to the show, yeah. This is the energy we have when and we this is, up all the time. And this We're is the actually, light version. Broke up. Bro, this is, they broke up. Bro, this is... Exactly. Like, if yeah. this is disrespectful, we like, y'all don't want to know what we was doing back in the day. <laughs> Mind you, to reiterate, when we were 15, fist fights broke yeah, up. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Let's not bring about the past. We've moved from... <laughs> Yeah, but, I know. wish I wish Jez was here because Jez uh, Jez thought it was the the best Xbox show ever. Exactly, and people It'd be interesting dis- to hear his thoughts and, about it. And Red, what was your what was your feeling on that? Because I I know you were the opposite side. I That's mean, your brother. He, I mean, you know, I knew it was because it's a Blizzard showcase, and he's a Blizzard fanboy. Exactly. Right. So it was. Just, oh, and he got his Starfield and his Diablo and his Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, he was going to love it. So, you know, it's always a different perspectives are a good thing. It's you know, good. It's, uh, sometimes it. when everybody agrees, it can be a tad bit boring. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. I Absolutely. love it. I love it because I love when Attic challenged me. I love when everybody challenged and, and vice versa. That's what makes us learn and better people. You got to have that discourse. Let's continue. Spartan goes 17, two pound super chat. People disappointed because fake insiders keep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you coming for I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an insider. Tom, Tom Henderson Listen, is, We're going to talk about this next topic. <laughs> not, me. not me. And we got Rob Nadal, $5 in the chat. There can still be third-party AAA deals this year, and those of us who waited, Deathloop will still drop, yeah, more than likely, and there could be other stuff. We talked about um, what we call it, Evil West, a possibility. We talked about the possibility of Arkham Knights. Uh, so we'll see. Gotham Knights. It's Gotham Knights, not yeah, Arkham Knights. Yeah. I, I don't want an Arkham Knight game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me see what else we have here. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Tom, okay, Tom Henderson. This is what. Thank you, sir, for the crust of the chat for Tom Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see. Then we have Lord Metroid. Two dollars super chat. King playing Skyward Sword in some dark cave at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> With the crack. Continue. With the crack song. Exactly. Then we have Lucas Fox, $5 super chat. People forget that Ninja Theory made Hellblade at a AAA quality bar mm. with a team of 15 people. Sleep on Hellblade 2 at your own risk. I mean, nobody's been sleeping on Hellblade 2. It's like it's like this this its comment came out of the blue. Like, stop beefing with Hellblade 2. It's gonna be hot. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, let me see. That's it. We're caught up. All right, finally. Attic, this is your topic. This is the hot one. What's going on with Final Fantasy, man? Did something happen? Was there a show? Yeah, they had a... Uh, pretty much they had their own version where they're uh, going over information on Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up with the next installment to the Final Fantasy VII Remake franchise, which is uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. This wasn't at a, a Sony show. Um, I felt like this would have been a good Sony show. It's not, it's, it's, it's like... It's like Sony's not gonna have a show this year or something. Like, yeah. Mm. So you know, um, first off, Crisis Core was announced and it is coming to the Xbox platform. Uh, mm-hmm. But Rebirth was announced and uh, not only is Remake not coming, that's not coming either. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so it does look like you know Microsoft is not getting the uh, pretty much any Final Fantasy game besides a PSP game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so I wanted I wanted you guys' opinion on this because uh, I have my own resolved opinion, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see what you guys You said. dropped two videos about this, you know what I'm saying, in reference to Xbox in Japan. This is a hot one. I want to start with Red Outdoor 19 because oh, he okay, got okay. the whole community in no, a tizzy. I did not. Red no, I did not. Outdoor 19 is to So put him in the middle Lies of the conversation. Why is slander against my name right now? Red Outdoor 19 comes to the front of the congregation. You got the you, Xbox you, you community. You did state that multiple times. Did he say it was a lock? Uh, Attic, did he say it was a lock? I don't think he said it was a law, but <laughs> you said it on multiple different occasions. Finally, I said only, it on one let, occasion, let, let's sir. For the you, said it on, you said it on Defining Dude. Yes. You said it on, on he said uh, I Xbox sure. 2. Yes. You sure. didn't say it on Xbox 2? Yes, he did. I did. That's three, I did. That's three, that's that's one, that's so one, that's more than that's one. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's when I got sloth. <laughs> <laughs> and Idle Sloth put the tweet out. The communities at Randall Thor said, not only is it coming to Xbox, <laughs> he said it's day and day and Cave path. So yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. it's like your red said it is going down. So let's go red out at the news is out. Like where where are we at? Red, with just, that? Just, just, red, just say uh, you misread the. Just say you misread the paper. You meant to say persona. Just say you misread <laughs> no, no, the no. paper. Look, uh-huh. I mean, Rand, I can't see you, but I, you seem a little shorter than you were. <laughs> oh, his knees. His knees. His knees. I didn't bet nobody knees though. <laughs> he said it was like, nobody's see, knees. Rand, Rand understands the concept of knees. Thank you, Rand. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, Let's I don't go. know how many times yes. I have to say this, uh-huh. but even when I made that prediction, I literally said, mm. this isn't a quote-unquote prediction of mine. Mm. Oh. I am just doing this for fun. Oh, well, for fun? For fun. Oh, I didn't get that memo. I right. didn't know. I don't know how many times I had to put it out there. I said, I don't know anything about this show. It was for I don't funsies. know anything. I, it was supposed to be a bold prediction. Maddie was like, give me a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, Final Fantasy is finally coming. That's is that true. bold enough for you, right? That's true. So then I went with it on Xbox, too, because people had listened to Finding Duke. And I'm like, listen, not only is Final Fantasy coming, mm. it's coming in Game Pass, and it's going to self-launch, mm. which it kind of did on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just like, don't read anything into this, because I just literally made it up on the spot. But, of course, people are like, oh, my God, he <laughs> it or whatever. And it's like, listen, that's not that's not true. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny is that as soon as I did that, I get a DM from my buddy, oh. and it's like, yeah, you know, good, nice nice prediction, but you're going to be wrong because oh. it's not in development for Xbox, and uh, it's, it's only being announced for Steam. Oh. So the following week, Attic, if you listened, <laughs> I walked that prediction back, and I said, listen, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, okay. uh, you, know, I, I, you know, tell me you listen, tell me you don't listen to Xbox 2 without telling me you don't listen to Xbox 2. Oh, I mean, you know I, I, I mean, until, until um, I'm invited to that show, I'm boy. Oh, 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 I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. okay. Yeah, get it's, the, like, it's, like, what, it's like, what? The, I, I, I hit you up. Mm. Well, it, it was a super chat like a year and a half ago. You're like, Attic, don't worry. I got you on the oh! next. There's been three sets of oh, people on there receipts. since this. That's not true. We barely ever have any guests on Broad this. alert or ran down the for not following through with Attic. Okay, okay. So you know, now you, now you have Ki- you've had King on there. You've had Carl Ooh. on there. Ooh. Uh-huh. So, so that, next to Saul. Next oh, to Saul. No, 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 Why would no, I, I mean, beat you to the point? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Two more around. Mm-hmm. Next, up, next up is next up is Attic. Okay. You know, from okay. ILP, you know. Yes. So yes. listen, this the 
I'm not surprised, obviously. Um, Square seems to be loving the bag that Sony's giving them, Ooh, giving them lots of bags. That bag is you nice. know, not only for Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth and the third one, mm-hmm. but also for Final Fantasy XVI and for Spoken. So mm-hmm. I think Sony is just, they want Final Fantasy to be associated with the PlayStation brand. Uh, and I think they've have spent a lot of money. So they're basically like, you know what? Uh, remake and rebirth and whatever the third is, they're never going anywhere besides PC, but you can have that little, those little crumbs. You can have crisis. You can have the game that, that also runs on a switch. You can, yeah, have, you that can, that you can, you can have crisis. <laughs> the prequel to the main game. You can have that. Mm. Like you're not, just not getting the main game. Mm. Um, which you know we're finally getting Persona, but then we lose Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, it's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really I want to know Let's go. is uh, I, I, where where the where the IGNs of the world at? Where, where the Game Spots of the world at? You know when when Sony does these deals, nobody says a word. Nobody says anything. They're just like, oh, Sony's just thinking. But when Sony does it right, it's competition. When Microsoft does it, it's it's wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Addict and you know, red. When... Are we implying there's a different set of standards for exclusive? No, no, I, I'm not implying. I'm writing it in stone. <laughs> you know, when, when Sony does it, nobody nobody says anything. It's just, oh, Sony's Sony's doing right by their players, and oh. look what they're doing. Um, you know, when 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 Microsoft did the mm-hmm. Rise of the Tomb Raider deal, mm-hmm. everybody and their parents were screaming, "When's it coming to PlayStation?" Oh. When's it coming to PlayStation? You had outlets asking Phil that day, like, tell us now. <laughs> when are we going to be able to play this on the PS4? And oh. to the point where Square Enix had to come out and say something, then Phil had to, like, say something. He was like, well, obviously, I don't own the Tomb Raider IP and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, but nobody says anything to Square about Final Fantasy. There's there's crickets. Oh. There's silence. So, so are you implying, Rand, that there needs to be a certain level of questioning to Square on Xbox's behalf as to when the exclusivity deal I'm just saying, you know, if you're mm-hmm. gonna if you're gonna flip Spider your things. lid over mm-hmm. over Microsoft doing timed exclusives and demanding to know mm-hmm. when it's come to the other platforms, just you know, I've never seen anybody say anything to Square oh. about it. Like why isn't Final oh. Fantasy seven remake coming to oh. Xbox or the Switch? For that matter, why? why what? What? What's? What's up I, with that? I'm, like, I'm gonna what's... tell you this right now, and I, I don't think I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the bag that Sony's giving Square Enix for, for FF7 is as big as people think. Ooh, I think, think straight up, I think it's a loyalty thing. You have to understand, FF, the deal between Square Enix and PlayStation at the start of the PS1 generation, oh, tremendous. That was a paradigm shifting deal yes and to this day is paying dividends yes there is a loyalty there that no amount of money when it comes specifically to this series i think is really going to break so i just when it comes to that i think Square Enix is willing to make those concessions Mm -hmm. when it comes to playstation yeah are they are they giving them a bag sure 
is it as big as we think it is to be able to keep it away from um, the other consoles? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I- I'm going to be very honest. That, you know, to, you know, these Japanese executives uh, are very much about loyalty and stuff like that. And these companies are very much sort of based in that Japanese tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at what Square Enix has been doing lately, trimming the fat and getting rid of their their Western studios, that's to that's grooming themselves to be purchased not by anybody. It's grooming themselves oh. to make them more palatable to PlayStation. Oh. You think that I, could be going down? Feeling. 100% my feeling. So when it comes Ooh, to FF7, I think, with another conversa- one. Yeah, I think the conversations around FF7, you have to look at it through the lens of FF7, specifically that game, and in turn, the, the entire series has become something that I, I think they're willing to make concessions on PlayStation's behalf for. So I, I think that's just it. PlayStation, that is the, they know that that is the one franchise they have above all the others that mm-hmm. really stands out above and beyond. It is many people associated with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you have that huge pedigree it had on, on Nintendo before that, mm-hmm. I think it just doesn't matter. Shout out to the cops. Shout out to the, the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every time when I'm talking. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. I, I just think we have to start getting used to the fact that by the time, if, if there is a chance this this particular game comes to Xbox in any way, shape, or form, it'll be when all three parts have already right, come, come out, out uh, maybe on PlayStation and PC. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's a slim chance that maybe when Rebirth comes out, you can get part one of remake on oh, they're gonna get them the old say, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, okay you finally get the first one or but again if that takes if that exclusivity is however long mm-hmm. it may be a moot point because by that time then a purchase may go down mm. so and you may not ever see it on xbox so i just think there's a realities we need to look at and i really do think that when you look at their relationship with square enix and playstation particularly in regards to final fantasy mm. there's a loyalty there that i don't think an xbox bag can break mm. interesting yeah this is Rand, I'm sorry if you finish your thought and then I'll get Sorry, crumbs. Here's Crisis Core. Go ahead. <laughs> Eat it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, Xbox fans. You get Crisis Core. It could yeah. be the last thing you get. It could wow. be because all, all one of the, it seems all their games are timed exclusive to the PS5. But, yep. you know, I mean, you can make the argument that, you know, Saw makes a good point about maybe making themselves more attractive to Sony for a buyout because if you actually want to grow Final Fantasy and make it into a bigger franchise, this mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of what you want to do right like you would want to put it everywhere everywhere is possible i mean uh, like switch hello in japan switch is dominating literally everything and Mm -hmm. it's not even there so like clearly this is a financial thing between you know sony and and square enix i I, I honestly i I I believe they're honestly I i honestly think they're harming the um uh, the growth of the uh, Final Fantasy. You're franchise. gonna like the poll question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I continue. laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, this is this is a spicy one. Uh, Boxingberg, I see you chomping at the bit. What is your <laughs> thoughts, man? That that trailer went down. The yeah. Final Fantasy re seven remake rebirth, and at the end there was one no go. Crisis. What's going on? I, I agree with Rand here. I, I also think it's it's a it's a money thing. Uh, someone in the show sa- uh, said it earlier. Um, I think Sony is trying to attach Cloud um, towards yes. the PlayStation brand. They really want to make him a face of, of one of these mascots for for the brand. Um, otherwise, I, I I 
don't know why uh, Square would do that uh, if it's not really for money and and the motive behind Sony is obvious. Um, so it, it is funny how <laughs> this all went down because everyone assumed like, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a one-year exclusive. And then mm. they had there the was marketing material that was out that said initially, remember, like it was a year yeah. or two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But we really don't know how these deals uh, uh, are made. And I think we will see something similar with Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh. I mean, it's a little bit different story here because Ooh. that's obviously uh, Microsoft that they are dealing now with. But we don't really know how long are the exclusivity right, deals. Right, right, right. We all assume it's a year. We Good all point. assume that. Good point. But you really don't know. It, it might be a two-year thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't place my bets anymore on these uh, exclusivity deals being so, only one year, and oh. it's not just with Square. We we just don't know how Sony plays these things these days. So yeah, I have to wouldn't. decide. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I'm sorry if you if you wasn't finished. Yeah, no, no, please then uh, tell no, us. No, no, I was just again an addict can relate to this. Yeah, because we're Destiny fans, and I know it's not a one to one relationship, yeah. but. Welcome, everyone, to the suffering if you're on the platform that is part of, that is being pushed out, right? And what I mean by that is, look, first of all, for the record, I don't have a problem with this. I've said this multiple times, so before the chat come at me, I don't have a problem with Sony dropping a bag and saying, yo, that's us. To me, that's part of the game. If Xbox is going to come out here with Game Pass, right, and put first party day and day and third party games on it, specifically third party stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? That, let's be honest. That devalues PlayStation's version of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if MLB the show is on Game Pass, you know what I'm saying? The consumer that is aware is going to be like, well, I'm going to go over there, provided they have they have the console. So yeah. the, it's the same thing, Outriders and so on and so forth. So to me, I've always said this. this is my prediction at the start of this generation. I said, Sony's not going to take this lying down with this Game Pass thing. They running around snatching up all these big games and associating it with this service. How you do that is exclusive content. And you say, okay, I'm going to say... Final Fantasy VII Remake is associated with the PlayStation brand. Now, we yeah. did see marketing material earlier that said, you know, at 2020, you know, it's going to be like a year out. So I understand Xbox, I, I empathize with the Xbox fan in the sense that there was an expectation that after a year, because there was material that said it, you know, like one year it ends. Whatever. So Xbox fans are like, cool, I'll wait, it'll come. And this is why I said welcome to our pain as Destiny fans, because this is what used to happen to Destiny fans with PlayStation exclusive content with the Activision deal and so on and so forth. We had Hoglaw on and he said specifically, these deals can be extended, especially if they have they see value. So in my opinion, that's what happened. Sony's like, oh, no, no. This right here is associated with we want to continue this relationship and secretly extend it. And unfortunately to the gamer, he's not made aware. He's thinking the year's up. Here it comes. And then it's like, oh, yo, Cricket what's up? <laughs> like now you're going on to part two and we still ain't got it. So this is what I think. You know, there is a chance. It's my feeling. There is a chance that it comes. But if it comes, in my opinion, it'll be after all three games come out. And potentially like the collector's combined edition. And again, it's up to Sony with this contract. And I do agree with Solve on some level. There is a loyalty specifically with this franchise. 
to me, Final Fantasy VII is part of what gave PlayStation its identity and separating from Nintendo yeah. with the creation of the PlayStation system. Final Fantasy VII is literally one of the games that put JRPGs in the map. I'm sorry, Saul. Final yeah. Fantasy VII is the game. It is It is okay. a more important game than six. Thank yes, you. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. So, so for me, they realized that. And it's like, yo, we are going to lock this in. You know, the other thing I thought was interesting is that in Xbox's defense, because this is my thing, and for Xbox fans who are frustrated, I, I can't blame Xbox. Like, I know they're trying to get this game. You can't tell me that if there was a specific bag with the finances and resources that Microsoft have, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't have done it, especially how hard they went for Persona just recently, right? And, and Adele. So it's clearly something that they can't do anything about. Because, and also, Final Fantasy VII in itself, the base form addict, right? The, the old school joint is on Xbox. The, the original Final Fantasy VII that we, that PlayStation fans got on the PS1 yeah. mm-hmm. is on Xbox. So I just think this is how they're going to play. I know people don't like it, but that's the game. They want you, like, yo, to go get it. That's why I'm like, yo, I'm not waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it over there. Because I don't know how this Because I felt that Destiny exclusivity secret energy. I felt it. And I was like, me and Ad, we was like, yo. We doing that joint over there, and we we did what we did. But yeah, it, it, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the day, you know, it, 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 it it's going to be a situation that I think if it does ever come, it'll be at the end, and that's the hope. That's the hope. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So if you really like the game, in my opinion, go get it. You know what I'm saying? It's over on PlayStation. If you don't, if you don't want to play over there, that that's on you. But addict, that's your joint. That's your topic. Any other final things you want to say? Yeah, I feel like th- there's a couple different things you need to account for this. Mm-hmm. One, I don't think Microsoft, this is one of those things, Microsoft can't just come in and write a check to fix. I agree. Uh, I believe, it was rumored a long time ago that originally Final Fantasy VII was supposed to be something else, this remake, and then it was, um, they outsourced it, remember? Uh, and right. then Square Enix took in and started doing it in-house. Right. Because uh, that's the reason it took so long for Final Fantasy VII to come out. Because they initially it was supposed to be something else, and I don't think it was. I don't think what we have now, Rebirth, Remake, whatever the third one is. Originally, I don't think that's how it was supposed to go down. I think it was supposed to probably be just one game that literally did one for one the entire story. And then when they restructured, brought it in, and the dude from Kingdom Hearts got his hands on it, then he's like, "Let's let's do different stuff." Um, <laughs> I think, you know, that probably happened. And I think Sony signed contracts back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he they signed contracts for that project. So when that project changed, they naturally got all of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I, I do think that Square Enix is setting themselves up to be bought. That's why I don't think these games are coming out for Xbox ever. Mm. I think by the time Rebirth and whatever the third one comes out, there's a good chance Square Enix is neither merged with someone or they've been bought by someone. So I, I don't think they're I, the the chances of us getting it's like really really slim. Mm. Uh, I also do think that timed exclusive thing could mean a lot of things. Could mean it was timed exclusive for PC because keep in mind back then they were very. That's when they were still like we want it on our ecosystem. We're not doing anything on PC. Mm-hmm. Now they've changed that 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 logic out. So mm-hmm. I I do feel like you know when it comes to this particular moment. Final Fantasy VII is just going to be a PlayStation brand. Like mm. there ain't nothing you could do about it. Uh, if you're serious about that, go buy that game on PlayStation. Right. Because if you don't want to, and you're waiting for it to come to Xbox, newsflash: it's not coming. Mm. 
I don't think it, Final Fantasy is coming, period. I mean, it, 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 I will say this. It, it, to empathize with the Xbox fan who's going through it right now, I can understand the mixed messaging frustration because it's like, yo, y'all giving me, they're giving us all of these other ones. Why not this one, right? And then you just want clarity. You almost say, like, just outright say it's an exclusive. And it's just the way, unfortunately, it's just the way the industry goes right now. I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying... I think it also, you know why I think it also hits a little harder, Ram? Is mm. because we've seen so many of the PlayStation exclusives now go to PC, and PC's also getting it, right? So I think that also is part of the frustration as well. Well, why is it Xbox, whatever? But yeah, I, I would love for the Jason Schreier slash, you know, a whole, or somebody, if they, they like to see the innards of this contract. I would love to know. I mean, yeah. I really feel like this is one of those scenarios where I wish the industry is more transparent when it comes to these deals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously they're not going to do that for multiple reasons, legal reasons, yeah. branding reasons. They're yeah. not going to tell you something's coming out for another platform. That's mm -hmm. kinda, that doesn't make sense for them branding wise. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's like, look, like I will say Microsoft does need to improve that, that Japanese market, yeah. but they've done a lot. They've mm -hmm. done a lot. And I can honestly say, I come on this show all the time and I say they need to do more. They need to do more. As of right now, I'm not saying they don't need to improve, right. but I see effort. Yes. They, they, they got the uh, the Dynasty game, the Fallen Dynasty game. Mm -hmm. they, they got Persona, which a lot of people didn't think could happen. Mm -hmm. Like, literally never happened. I'll be honest. You know, I they, was, looking, they it was the looking spooky for me, too. Like, I'm not going to sit there and act like I wasn't. Scared, like, like, yo, Atlas look like they doing their own thing. And so I've had valid points, and I couldn't, I had nothing to defend it. Like, so I was just like, man, they need to get over there. But good to you. They got the Kingdom Hearts games. They got the the Final Fantasy games. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sure, they're they're missing these newer ones. And that's the ones people want to play. Sure, we're not getting 16. Uh, but I feel like it was seven. Seven in particular. Sony came in years ago and swooped these titles. There's nothing Xbox can do for the for the foreseeable future. Now maybe, you know, 16 and mm -hmm. and then come out. But I remember directly, and I correct me if I'm wrong, Rand. But a couple of years ago, didn't didn't Phil Spencer come out? I think it was like at an XO or something, and say, "Look, I can't give street dates, but we are working with Square Enix to bring 14 to the Xbox platform." Yeah, there was interviews about that, but they've actually asked. Uh, people have asked uh, Square about that, and Ooh. their response is that they just don't have the developers able to make uh, to to make an Xbox version of Final Fantasy fourteen. So they I don't actually, believe that. I don't believe that. I mean, instead of saying nothing, they've actually come out and said uh, they just don't have the manpower to make an Xbox version right now. I I personally feel like Sony has done stuff behind closed doors. I think that might not be money like. Um, like like Solve said, I do think a lot of this has to do with money in terms of like Final Fantasy VII, but I do think that Square Enix might be doing a lot of stuff out of faith for Sony because they want to be sold to Sony, and, and they feel like the the more they scratch Sony's back, they make themselves more appealing by selling the Western divisions. That Sony eventually will be like, okay, let's 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 do this, right. and, and I think I think that's the goal. I think the goal is even even if. It would not surprise me if some of these games don't even have deals. They're just trying to make themselves more appealing to, to Sony. Because mm. let's be real here. If you take Square Enix out of, out of PlayStation Stable, they're hurting. 
They've done a lot for Sony. There's definitely so it's like you know PlayStation and Square Enix is probably the closest I've seen them be in decades. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to monitor. I will say to Saul's point, if it does happen, and they like I said, they slim themselves down for acquisition. You heard it here first. <laughs> so it's, mm. it's yeah, just... Attic said Kingdom Hearts, but you know mm. what was the chance Kingdom Hearts is going to be exclusive? Oh. Attic, I, I you know, addict on that. I mean, Kingdom uh, Hearts Four. I mean, I mean, it just got announced. I don't think they actually come out and said platforms like they haven't. That, that, but... Yeah, that's why you know I, I I'm giving Microsoft a little bit more of like kind of like a pat on the back. Really, it's like you're doing what you can over there. But what's really going to determine if they're doing good in Japan or not is where's Dragon Quest going to be? Is that going to be uh, an exclusive to PlayStation mm. Persona Six? You got the other ones. There's no excuse not to have yeah. six. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Where, 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 where is the, the future iterations of Final Fantasy that's not 16 and right. 7? And, and not to interrupt you, um, that's, that's what my prediction is. My prediction is that's why when we talked about the showcase, I feel that even though some people feel overall, overall it wasn't like a 9 out of 10 for them, but I think the impact of the Japanese games, I think what they're trying to do is set the precedent that from this point forward, None of the newer stuff is going to get business. That's just my guess. I have no inside information. We'll see if I'm right on that. But um, I think, like, when you talk about, like, a Persona 6 and, you know, the next drag, because they had the other Dragon Quest, and Yakuza was saying, you know what I'm saying? These are huge moves in the Japanese. I, I think those, we'll, we'll those see. Those also came with a bag coming true. on Game Pass. Now, when you take the bag out, are they more inclined <laughs> to do it? That is true. And that remains to be seen. My prediction is... I think I think they will, but we are gonna see. Your update to your point, they gotta show and prove, right? And when the new ones come out, cause Solve gonna come right back at me and be like, "Fam, Persona Six, where is that? Why, where, where? How come your logo ain't at the bottom? We gonna have this topic again." I was gonna want his knees back. <laughs> then he gonna want the knees back, and I gonna have to get the knees back to Solve, and I don't want to do that. So I'm standing on my prediction. <laughs> Moving on. All right, we gotta get out of here. This is the last joint. Um, Solve, you wanna get the super chats lined up real quick? And then we get this last joint. You are muted, I believe, sir. And oh, he's still muted. Okay, so he's he's doing so. We can get the super chats next, or you want me to just go to the next topic? He's Let's go to the next. Let's go to the next. Topic. I'm here. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. Do you hear anything in the background? No. Okay. Good. You okay, Gucci. Okay. You Gucci. So all yeah, right. Yeah, we have to super let me let me say. Great set. Okay, let's see. Rob the Don. Uh, $5 super chat. Xbox only guys, give your hopes up. <laughs> Sony will be buying Square quarter one, 2023. Mm -hmm. Crisis Core is the last one. If not, then it's only a matter of time. Okay. Yeah, could be. We got Flame, $2 super chat. PlayStation can keep Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I'm good with Crisis Core. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't listen to him. Nobody listens. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> Crisis Core games popping off the fans. Well, Crisis Core is good, but it's like one thing I want to say is like Square Enix. Did you? There's no way Square Enix did, didn't expect to get heat over that. Like yeah. you're going to give us the prequel to the Final Fantasy Seven franchise, but not the actual games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another, keep it's on, not even like getting I, the same treatment like the the remake got. So. Yeah, and th that's why I'm, I'm like a hundred percent on, you know, like I want I want Microsoft to buy everything at this point because it's like because it's like Sony got no problem taking games off the table for us, so it's just like I I, I kind of want that same energy. Like, like, in fairness, in fairness, Microsoft is buying studios and then 
in those studios eventually. You know, yeah, make come exclusive games. I want Microsoft to pop in and just take all so Sony's uh Sony's lunch money. Sound like King now. Now he's taking this man. We taking. Well, he ain't here. Someone got to. Someone got to fill the role. No doubt. All right. Then we have um. It's the Irishman member for twelve months. Salute. Great to see Xbox fans finally riled up about Final Fantasy. Shame that Square hasn't given them anything to actually boycott. <laughs> boycott Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard. I, I saw people on Twitter saying they're going to boycott the game. And it's like, I know some of them don't really play those games on mm-hmm. PlayStation. It's like, are, are you just going to do what you were going to do? Like, not buy it on PlayStation? <laughs> like... <laughs> I know, man. I ain't with all that boycott. But that's just me. And we no, got I'm playing that day one on PlayStation. Yep, I'll be right there. I got my PS5 right. I'm chilling. I'm good. Mm. <laughs> and we got Rel, member for seven months. Mm. Most of media are PlayStation guys. Nobody can tell me anything different. Sony can do no wrong in their eyes. Mm. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and we got Mandango making thickens. Uh, $2 super chat. If PC can break that bag, so can Microsoft. Hashtag FF7. I, I see PC didn't break the bag. This is PlayStation, like Addict said, just adding the PC to their ecosystem. Mm. They finally, no more wall garden. We, PC is part of our ecosystem now. So. Mm-hmm. And we got Dorian Gray, $5 super chat. Shows you how incompetent Square is. Locking games on PlayStation where the brass of that platform says aren't reaching enough players and putting games on PC. Mm. The games are going to PC as well. Yeah. So It remains to be seen how, how it's selling and if missing out on the other platforms. Yeah. yeah. And we got Rob Dadon, $5 Super Chat. I'm with Saab, loyalty over money. This is advice for Xbox fans on Twitter, in media, and, and in real life. Do not like Sony. Do do like Sony fans. Deny or stay silent, or if all else fails, cap. <laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> there we got spartan go 17 two pounds super chat bro predictions miss harder than drake's new album oh oh damn okay, damn that, going in for that. drizzy okay yeah. i haven't learned i haven't listened so i don't know mm-hmm. robert slade five dollars super chat couldn't the time frame just be for pc xbox wasn't explicitly mentioned just that it's locked to playstation for a year right I mean, I don't know. We need to find out. Somebody needs to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got Lucas Fox, $10 Super Chat. With Xbox about to own Crash and Spyro, do you think the FF7 exclusivity is an effort to protect the association of popular PS1 era characters mm-hmm. with the PlayStation brand? I mean, that is true. When you look at FF, it's not just not, not just FF7. Obviously, that's the first and most important. But 8, 9, 10, yeah. 10, 2, all of that stuff. We didn't start seeing uh, Final Fantasy on Xbox until the 360, right? Mm-hmm. Was it with 13? Yeah, 13. Yeah, 13. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. It, it, it's a PlayStation thing. Mm-hmm. And we have Donald Taco. Well, it wasn't it was a Nintendo thing. It was a Nintendo thing, for <laughs> yes. sure. People yeah, forget that. that. People that is forget, true. People think, oh, Shot. it was Final Fantasy and, and yeah, Sony. Yeah, or, there you go. Yeah. They weren't. Funny, it was, they 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 left Nintendo because Nintendo wanted to do cartridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the N64 mm-hmm. yep. cartridges. Yes, that was the deal. Historic. Donald Taco, $5. But chat, if Kingdom Hearts 4 was exclusive, it would have been announced as such. I said the yeah, same thing about Street Fighter 6, and look what happened. Mm. Yeah, Street Fighter 6 is everywhere. Yeah. All right. Then we have Edward Walton, $5 super chat. 
Are we, are we also not looking at the relationship that Microsoft has a fairly good relationship with Sega, Ooh. Atlas's parent company? Yes, Fantasy Star is exclusive. Ooh, is it? I mean, Fantasy Star is, well, Fantasy Star so far, yeah, the, the Fantasy Star Online, okay. like, what, Online 2, whatever, mm-hmm. that's a new game, essentially, and they, they didn't really market it as such, but it is new. Yeah, it's exclusive so far. Nobody else is a... Uh, I don't know how it's doing, though, to be honest. It kind of came and went out. I see too many people talking about it. Okay. Then we have Jeffrey Rivers. Hold on. I got to jump. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Rivers in the building. $5 super chat. Haven't heard anyone on the Xbox side explain the SIE FF deal like that before and think that that and I think that's exactly what it is. SIE and FF are associated mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I think it, I mean, you ff7 leaving nintendo and going to playstation in a lot of ways like that cog said that brought jrpgs to the mainstream in a way that had never happened yeah. um so that it's huge mm-hmm. uh let me get donald taco two dollars super chat drake's new album is ballin wonderland bad <laughs> hashtag just say Yo. it's one it's wonder world sir they <laughs> <laughs> coming in on drake Drake. salute then we got Spartan Go 17, two proud super chat. Don't listen to it, Sob. Wish I had my 50 minutes back. Damn. Damn. I heard he's trying to be on some some uh, some some kind of like club thing. I don't know. Like oh, no. that's crazy. Let's see. Uh, let me oh, see what fuck. else. I got jumped a little bit. Hold on. Yeah, man. Yeah. We got a uh, man. Yep. Dango McFickens. Five dollar super chat. I want the Sony guys to keep that same energy when Microsoft buys up more large studios. They're okay with Sony locking games up. Yet when Microsoft does it, it's treason. Treason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know how it goes. No, no, you know, know how that goes. Shout out to everybody with the and, super chats again. <laughs> one more, Mr. Oh, Irishman. Five proud super chat. Console exclusives will be dead within the next ten years. Subscription exclusives will take over. Ooh. Xbox will get FF eventually. Uh, the question is when. Yeah. We shall see. Yep, we'll see. We'll see what's going Sony on. Sony sells PlayStation to Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better hope for the the trilogy complete super deluxe edition with all of them rebirth, remake, whatever. Anyway, last topic. This was King's topic. Make it quick. Um, PlayStation Now. He wanted to talk about this. <laughs> PlayStation Now loses more than two hundred games in their uh, their new PlayStation Plus service. So it looks like um as a result. Obviously, that uh, the PS Premium and the PS Plus extra game list that had the hundreds of games, but some of those game current, some of the current PS Now games will be included in that list. But that means that now PlayStation Now loses more than two hundred of their games. So there's a long, extensive list of this. There's been some talk online, some frustration with certain aspects of it. I don't know how. If anyone has been following this story, I really wanted King's out insight for this because mm-hmm. this is his topic. So if anyone wants to jump in, if Boxenberg, I don't know if you heard anything from this it's, itself, any any information, I will open this up to the floor. I mean, I, the thing about it is this, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't, the, the assumption mm-hmm. is that PS Now goes away right? now that this new sort of consolidated PS Plus is in effect. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they have not announced that specifically. So PS Now, you can you can literally go out and still purchase PS Now mm-hmm. piecemeal mm-hmm. At, a, apart from this PS Plus thing. So, yeah, for those of you who only want PS Now mm-hmm. and don't want to go into jump into this these new tiers of PS Plus, yeah, you're going to for whatever reason these games are leaving that that part of it and going into the the new PS Plus. Okay. Um the thing about it, I just don't understand. They gave enough leadway, mm-hmm. right? Why didn't they just say, 
as of this date, PS Now no longer exists. It only exists in these PS Plus tiers, right? Okay. The problem with it is that the the PS Now streaming tiers and the right. downloadable stuff does not translate to the base layer of PS Plus. Oh. It translates to partially the middle layer, which is more money, mm-hmm. and the top layer, which includes the streaming part of PS Now. Wait, so, so if I have a PS Now game mm-hmm. that, but I don't have the PS Plus middle tier, yes, there's a chance that that game that I had on PS Now won't work because I'm hearing licensing. I'm hearing some licensing issues and people getting error codes. As yes. a result of it, and, and I think just looking at it as another skew, right? So it's like, okay, you had siphon filter back during the PS3 days of PS. Now PS Plus comes out, and now I can't play the game yeah. unless I buy it, PlayStation. It, it's like they still haven't figured out that handshake, the handshake. very well. So, but yeah. but See, I still that, can't. That entire, that entire discussion here is is the problem of this mm-hmm. entire thing it is just way yeah. too complicated when you have to make like charts that big to explain okay if you have that you can do that but you have to upgrade here and then mm. it's, i i don't get that why not make it easy simple if you want to introduce that new subscription service and i'm all sorry ever did anything easy and simple yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i don't know it's the, the way they translate it i don't know if if, if it just translates to the top tier mm-hmm. or the, again because again the downloadable stuff is kind of what the middle tier of ps plus is now yeah. right and and the streaming stuff only exists in that top tier now mm-hmm. so either way it's something that you would be paying and i don't I, somebody in the chat maybe uh mm-hmm. get me this information what do you what do they translate what do they move you to if you just have ps now and you want to go over to ps plus mm-hmm. what level does that translate you to because again it, it may translate to tra- translate you to the proper level so mm-hmm. you don't have to pay extra for that mm-hmm. but i'm not sure again if that handshake is working properly right and and again if for whatever reason they're just not transferring all those games over which would make sense and like go back to the licensing thing Mm -hmm. i just think because the ps plus thing is a different product from ps now like you said licensing thing might 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 be an issue the handshake might be an issue i'll shout out to my boy mystic he has said that um the only thing i did see was that some some publishers are not honoring that handshake license mm-hmm. that you've already had so like if you had like resident evil one or something like that again prior then you ain't may not be able to get it and again you have to subscribe to the new service yeah and that again to Boxenberger's point again this is from what i i, I need comment this is king's topic i, I need well, more mm-hmm. confirmation before i say definitively whatever but i did see these comments i did see you know people having issue you know what I'm and I, I will say this is funny. I'm not trying to console. I have to say this for it's funny because I'm a Tekken fan, so I want to know where Tekken is. So I'm like, where's Tekken at? Well, Ooh, Tekken cool. is in the te- Tekken. Tekken was never sort of re-released for the PS4, right? So that's in the top tier. You mean Tekken Two? Tekken, Tekken 2. Two. Yeah, Tekken Two is in the top tier. There was yeah. a minute. I don't know what happened with the handshake. This part is funny. I have to say, <laughs> like Tekken Two at one point this week, whatever. Was for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so people was like, "Yo, what the, what the hell?" Take PlayStation. Why is this ten grand? I thought that was funny. I have to. Now, I clearly it must have been corrected, but there's a handshake issue going on. Yeah, I, I think, think, I it's think going the on. same happened. Yeah. with um, Ape Escape. Ape Escape for like ten thousand dollars. But how did they get to that? Price? that <laughs> I don't know. How did that happen? Like, that's what I was Listen, growing, protect, growing okay. pains. I get the growing pain stuff, right. but again, it's like. Why are you coming in this hot? Just 
delay the service until you have it more set in stone. Right. So I guess, you know, they, they're going to handle their bumps kind of, kind of along the, along the way and fix it along the way. Um, the, uh, the top tier when it comes to classic games is Mm -hmm. sparse (laughs) to say the least. Um, there is some stuff that has trophy support, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did not really expect that. Um, and luckily, I think everything that we're getting in that regard are 60 hertz games. So we are getting NTSC games. We don't have to worry mm. about that crazy 50 hertz stuff that yeah. that we were having issues with. So all in all, like, I think it's it, just like at the start of Game Pass, it's not exactly where it should you know, needs to be. Mm-hmm. I think that middle tier for people who haven't been in the PlayStation ecosystem before is is premium because you get a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's some growing pains there. But yeah, the losing game stuff, I just don't see why they didn't put an, a definitive end date to PS Now mm-hmm. and migrate people over. Because again, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You migrate people over... The, the thing about it is that when Microsoft did this, they realized, hey, you know, oh, people are buying whatever, 10 years worth of, you yeah, know, what they allowed the stack. Yeah, gold and whatever. And, and it translates to whatever, you know, game passes. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation didn't want that to happen. So they, you know, a lot of people that, that stacked stuff, yeah. uh, they had to initially got blocked. And then some of that stuff, they, they went back on a little bit, but you're still not necessarily getting your money's worth. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a whole bunch of stuff and it comes down to money. Um, but at the end of the day, I think they're going to have to eat this and kind of fix it and make it right for the consumers and then move everybody over and just make it as smooth a transition as possible. Obviously, the end goal is to eliminate PS Now as a, as, a, as its own service. Right. I just don't see why they didn't just, you know, just just cut the Band-Aid off now and that's it. Yeah, Boxing Burger and then Rand. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm with uh, Soft. I, I don't get the way how they tra- want to transition people over if if we look at how xbox did it yeah they probably lost a little bit of money but they didn't get any negative press attached to this mm-hmm. and if you want to establish a new subscription service out there um you kind of want to make it as easy and welcoming as possible mm-hmm. um and that's just seems weird to me how how so sony did it mm-hmm. they didn't allow for for allow for the purchasing of the ps plus subscriptions now for three months or so that so that people can stack and stuff like that mm-hmm. um just weird to me um nevertheless um like Saf said um i think that middle tier is especially if you're not subscribed to game pass and um are only in the uh, sony ecosystem pretty good value um I was a bit surprised by how good their first offering actually is. The first party games they put in there is great. So, yeah, we shall see how this will develop. Um, I just don't like, I said earlier, don't like the how complex everything seems to be these days uh, on the Sony side. But, yeah, uh, overall, it is going to be, I think, a pretty good value, um, even without the day and date uh, discussion which i'm not gonna start it's still it's still a good value because there are simply a lot of uh, games for you to play so right. yeah. fair enough uh rand outdoor what's going on uh, i mean i really don't have anything to add up outside yeah. of what boxenberg and sovereign have talked about mm-hmm. regarding this so i don't really know much about the whole playstation yeah 
tier thing in the PlayStation. I wish King was here for That's this. That's what I said. And for the record, people were coming at me. King, I didn't come in yet. King, this was King's listen, topic. King, King I haven't wasn't going to explain it. This to be fair, he wasn't going to explain yeah, it. Yeah, we were going to do it just for King. But like, I don't, I, do I don't have the else. information, so I'm asking people because I, ah. so for people, shout out to my boy Face23. He's like, Cog, you're spreading. I didn't say anything yet. It's not my goal. But what did he say? He's like, you're spreading misinformation. I'm like, bro, I didn't even talk yet. So what you call it, Tony? Face or what? So what's the misinformation? He said, Again, that, he said, Face is saying that they they um they migrated everybody over. You know what I'm saying? I haven't tested the service out, so I can't make the fit of the service. So if they migrated the everyone over, mm -hmm. then is PS Now dead? And there's no PS Now, because right. that's not the indication we're getting. Again, I have it. I just haven't turned on my machine, so I haven't I haven't engaged with it, right? right. I just, I'm just going by stuff that I've heard. Right. right. It already launched in the U.S., right? Yeah. Right. It Forgot launched in the U.S. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So for me, Europe. I can't comment until I, I see it. I'm just going on with what King's article he brought to our attention. So I'm just reiterating what is what he brought. That's what it is. But anyway, yeah, I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying, right? Like, you haven't, you have too much to add to this. Much. It says, because if you go to PlayStation Now mm -hmm. on PlayStation.com, it says, notice, PlayStation Now has merged with PlayStation Plus and is no longer available as a standalone membership. Mm -hmm. yeah, Benefits that were part of PlayStation Now are part of the various membership mm -hmm. plans, options available in PlayStation Plus. Customers who had an active PlayStation Now membership when the new PlayStation Plus membership service launched were migrated over to the PlayStation Plus, Plus Premium. Mm -hmm. So it's so just saying that in the migration... In the migration, everybody's moved over. In the migration, there were games lost in the in the in yeah. Translation. Well, there, there, so there is no more standalone PlayStation now. Okay. And when they merged them, yeah, I guess they lost two hundred games or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Uh, so that's at least that's what PlayStation.com says. Right. Yeah. So then, yeah, I think the thing that makes sense is the licensing stuff. Whereas PlayStation Plus Plus whatever the heck it is called is called now is a new service, and the licenses have to be renegotiated. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you have it. Attic, expert in this uh, topic. What's your thoughts on this? Just prime example of Sony doing stuff they shouldn't be doing as quick as they shouldn't be doing. That's mm -hmm. all I got to really say about it. Yeah. And this, you know, funny thing is that this stuff does kind of matter because just I remember when the, um, what is it, NVIDIA, the NVIDIA uh, streaming stuff, they put stuff on there kind of even just as a test bed in their beta sort of stages mm -hmm. that once they once the the service came out properly they they were they got into a big beef with the game devs and then the publishers they're like no you don't have you have permission to do use it for this aspect you right. can't assume that it can just transfer over to the actual sort of service when the service goes live mm -hmm. and not think that we have to don't have to renegotiate rights and money and stuff like that so mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can see how a bunch of games just sort of fell off the planet yeah, and with, with this transfer. Yeah, to make yeah. that right. I wish King was here because this is. I would love to know where King was yeah. going to go with this. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Clearly, this is something he some wanted smoke. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I have not got a chance to test out the service to confirm, you know, what he was going to say or not. So I was just curious that I shot the King. He's going to be some with them damn Crocs, and he can explain himself further when mm. he comes back. <laughs> That's all I got. Anyway, moving on. That's the last joint. You want to get all the super chats? Oh, let me get that to the poll, and then we get up out of here. Yeah, I get the super chats. No yeah, doubt. I got them. Hold no on a second. Uh, let me see. Lucas Fox. But no, no, we got that. Donald Taco. No, if can. Nope. 
1138, $5 Super Chat. Sony took my top tier PS Plus on PS4 and downgraded me to a PS Plus Essential tier on PS5. Classic Sony move, <laughs> dripping gamers this, gen- this generation. Yeah. Question, I, I'm not the biggest familiar because I haven't even really turned on my PlayStation in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, is what's going on with the, what's what I'm looking for? What's up? Um, like when you when you naturally go from PlayStation Plus, don't they naturally put you in the highest tier? If you had now and plus, you go directly to the tie the, the highest tier. What, 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 that's crazy because that means. I mean, I guess you would have to because it's like I said, like PlayStation now is just some elaborate scheme to to pay more for less uh, for for the same amount of. Uh, uh, of content that you have like literally that's all they did is break playstation now into two different tiers and put it on playstation plus and and so it's like if you have both of them you're going to be paying i mean i guess it would be about the same 10 bucks each 20 bucks yeah. but it, it's just it's crazy that they would offer the highest tier and i bet you they won't even tell those people that they have the highest tier until it's time to renew you know what i'm saying it's clear that uh, all I know is that it's clear that they definitely want to get, you know, the PlayStation Plus service. That that's where they're going to. That, that to me, that's all. It is. To me, it's just a migration from what I see. So, I need to test no, service. I, I, when I, I test it, I will get more further information on it. But I'm dying to know what King had to say about this. What was big that he wanted to? Make. I think, <laughs> I think this this was a, a giant elaborate scheme to make PlayStation not like hide the PlayStation Now numbers, like. You know, this service wasn't doing the greatest. Let's merge it with PlayStation Plus. Mm. So, you know, because it was like, what, three to five million is as high as that service ever went to. But now it's looking like it's the hottest service out there. What I'm hearing, though, is that the the streaming stuff is actually working better as well. So I don't know if they, you know, behind the scenes, they, you know, they they did do that sort of migration and started using more of the Azure stuff because as it stood like it's still you know ps now on its own whenever i tried it just did not run well with the gigabit connection to me it's just as simple as combining two services consolidation that that to me is what it is and if you have one service that's doing well and then you have another service that may not have been you know doing as well you combine them now they're trying to offer value and then produce the tiers the key is going to be you know what the backup pass stuff gets straightened out the license and stuff gets straightened out they continue to bring good value to it we do know they're doing day and date it's, I mean, excuse me, not day and date, but they're doing like, a, it seems like a year out after some of the exclusives are coming in there. You know what I mean? We've seen return, you know, return on all, all the stuff. I thought that's good. I thought that's good value. You know what I mean? So it's up to them. I, I think they, they're not ever going to be on the day and date train right now. You know, who knows what if that changes, but f- right now this model works for them. Yeah, so but they are doing, you know, second party, third party deals. Stray's yeah. going to be, yeah. Stray's going to be in there day mm-hmm. one. So, you know, smaller stuff. Again, it's, it's, it, it's a, it's a growing process. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. if they see the numbers and they, and it, and it behooves them, we'll start seeing more and more. Uh, get closer to that first party stuff. And like we said in the past, I think the free, anything, the, the service-based games that they have in the pipeline, yeah, I think it would prediction. be stupid not to put yeah. in this service. That would be my prediction. Yeah. And that's where I think the Bungie relationship really will pay off yeah. with the live services uh, games that they intend to, to bring into the service. So that's all I got. Ken, you are missed for that because I definitely wanted to hear what you got. But we got to get some chance to get up out of here. Ready to roll?
Good. Now that, that was the last one. All right, cool. I'll do the poll um, with the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary event showcasing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Do you think it's fair that Xbox is missing out on this title? The choices are A, yes. Secretly extended exclusivity deals just to gatekeep the game off Xbox is unfair to Xbox fans and the success and the overall success of the game. B, no. Exclusives bring identity to each platform. If you truly care about the game, buy the game where the platform exists. Or C, I don't care. Y'all better keep that same energy if it's a game y'all care about. <laughs> Shout out to all the people <laughs> in the phone. It's going to go up. Shout out to Randall Thor 19, the man with the million pulling up for the aftermath show. Boxing Burger Jazz caught in the whole crew pulling up. Let's start with you, Rand. An absolute pleasure to be in the realm once again. What you got going on? Where can they find you, sir? Yeah, it's always. Uh... Wait, am I muted? No, no, no. No, you good. You good? We okay, I'm good. We hear everything. I wasn't sure. Okay. Hey, uh, yeah. You sure? You sure? Attic. <laughs> As King would say. As King don't want to hear everything. Uh, you know, King, uh, King King would be like your nipples out or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Last time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on again. It's always mm -hmm. it's always amazing to come on mm -hmm. into the realm of the lords Ooh. to talk about uh, all the. Uh, important topics of the day yes. uh yeah you know where you can find me youtube.com mm -hmm. slash randall 19 mm -hmm. uh videos and uh you know xbox 2 with jess corden mm. usually fridays sometimes saturdays i don't think we've ever done sunday to be fair we've never done sunday we have done monday a couple times mm -hmm. but yeah <laughs> we did we did monday this past week because we had to talk about the showcase so mm -hmm. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a blast. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, never believe me when I talk about my predictions, I guess, <laughs> ever again. As Cog said, you, you think I did this one intentionally yeah, so people would jump yeah, off yeah. that. I'm with Jazz. Jazz, when I listened, I think you'd be deep faking. That's why I put it in your intro. I was like, <laughs> deep because he got because what it is, he got the playbook. So he want to act like he got all of it. So you throw out one that, you know, all right, that don't probably ain't gonna have it right now. You know what I'm saying? Just to make it seem make it seem honest, like, oh, it's a prediction. Like it could happen, it could happen. <laughs> I'm with Jazz. I think it's deeper than okay. rap with you. <laughs> he ain't answering too. Now he's quiet now. He's just quiet. <laughs> I got real quiet. That's funny. Anyway, he just gave us the laugh. He just said it's the laugh. <laughs> but anyway, mm -hmm. salute to my man, Boxing Burger, a.k.a. formerly known, artist formerly known as Archimedes. <laughs> my guy, Germany in the building. I get those correct pronunciations, which I love. Great show. Love what you're doing with your channel. I just had a big Thank event you. going on with, uh, with you with, prior to the showcase. Mm -hmm. Where can the fine people find you? What you got going on, man? Yeah, first, thanks for the spontaneous invite. <laughs> uh, Pulling me out of off the pool. Get you out. Get Germany in here. I needed that perspective. Yes. Always fun to be on here. So thanks for the invite. Mm -hmm. And yeah, people can find me everywhere on the Boxenberger. Um, Twitter, YouTube, mm. Xbox, PlayStation, everywhere. Um, and like you said, uh, I do have uh, this little podcast Ooh. each and every Thursday, The World of Gaming. Um, always having fun. This week I have uh, Luke uh, Lore, aka oh, the Insipid Ghost, ghost on. Ghost, okay. yeah, I got the ghost, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to be nice. fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, 
I hope to be back here soon, man. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. I had a blast. I absolutely see you up in there. I was like, you know what? I think you'd be really good to get some different perspective, especially, you know, for my, my international, my German brothers, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and know how they're feeling about certain things. Always good to get different perspectives. So salute to you for pulling up last minute. You already know. And of course, my man, the What's your, the quarry with the girlfriend streams uh, the lord attic what's going on with you man what you got going on nothing man so the reason i was late mm-hmm. is because i don't know somehow well first off uh, I, I, I think i like yesterday when i got off playing demio with me i was fine and then like 30 40 minutes after that like i i felt like like i was dying like mm. and then this morning I, I guess like I was half asleep and I was moving my head and I hit the the window uh, that I have like I hit it hard like I was there for a minute I thought I had a concussion like it was Yo. that bad and, and then like I took I took some some Advil or something to go to sleep I was like if I die in my sleep I die oh in my no sleep. No, I don't see mm, my goodness I was like man, it was it was that painful I was like I gotta like I gotta mm. go to sleep and, and then I, I wake up and. Like, I don't know why, but I thought it was much later than it was. And uh, I woke up and I was like, well, I guess I missed ILP. And then I saw what time it was. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't feel exactly like that. So let me jump on. I appreciate it, man. Glad you're doing better. Like I said, I know you gave me the, the kind of the heads up that it might be spooky to the next morning. So I, I had a feeling. I'm glad you're all right. And don't go to sleep with your head hurting. Like, that's <laughs> scary. Somebody, what you call it, pass, pass away like that? Sag it yeah, you like can't, that? Yeah. yeah, you can't. Bro, can't do that. Don't like, do that. Yeah, that's scary, bro. Take something for it. Stay up for a little bit, settle in, and then when you get the pain, because, yeah, you know, we don't want nothing to happen here. That, that actually gave me a little scare. Um, salute to you. Salute, um, obviously, the stream. Salute to um, all the stuff you've been putting up prior to that and stuff like that. And, uh, of course, it's all very spicy today, sir. <laughs> Take it was that spicy. I think it was, that was normally spicy. You know, spicy, <laughs> spicy. Is it a mix? Is it a mix? Making a five five No doubt. Big shout out to Rand and Boxenberger for coming mm-hmm. through. Um, chilling. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, so I will be on vacation next week. Yes. Uh, I so I will not be around. So it could be. It could be. I guess. Yeah, it'd be a, a little bit to see me again. But uh, should we apologize that now for all. the super chats? That yeah, okay, your... please do that. Yeah, please do that. My apologies for leaving you in the hands of these two. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we had to try our I best. Appreciate, I appreciate my brothers <laughs> holding me down. Uh, but yeah, uh, I need the R and R. I'm so I'm so happy King is ta- finally taking yeah, the R and R. Yeah, we're happy for King taking it. Yeah. So yeah, man. It just sometimes you just got to disconnect, and I have been way, way too connected. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be able to get some rest. Um, mm-hmm beyond that so yeah happy father's day to everybody um i'm gonna go hang out with my dad a little bit after uh, i record this uh lord's minute papa with lyric yeah, papa sob i'm gonna go see him Sob. a little bit and tomorrow i'll be taking him to see uh the second best baseball team in new york city <laughs> oh oh you mean you mean the yankees y'all go see <laughs> uh, you know, the team in queens you know oh oh okay okay little slander i see you take you taking him to what he want to see though right <laughs> what he want to see his people uh, you know right. what i'm saying I got it. It's Father's Day. That's so it's right. funny. Where all the children are going. So even Kai Batsu, who does oh, not. Oh, he despises baseball. baseball. <laughs> oh, take a picture. I want to see his face at the baseball oh, no, game. No, no. This is going to be well, hilarious. To, <laughs> to be fair, I think we might as well just say now, the week after next, there won't be an ILP. Yeah, because so, we all yeah. have a little. We all, again, just we try to do better mental health. You know, been doing this since 2017. 
we rarely miss. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we're going to try to do better about it. Obviously, Sov's going to take some time. Uh, King took some time this week. Attic, we would have him take some time. I'll take some time. So that one afterwards, yes, we preemptively, not next week. Next week, we'll be here. But the week, the week after, after yeah, that. the week after, you know, we, take a little R and R because we got to. We, we have gotta a do new better. model. Yeah. If there's, if half of us are missing a show, then we're just going to cancel that show. Absolutely, but. we got to do better about our mental health. You know what I'm saying? I know, Rand, you know well about it. You know, uh, same <laughs> thing with Jez today. Like, shout out to Jez who was supposed to make it. You know, he was going to come on. Jez was going to come. We're going back and forth, and um, I was just like, nah, brother. You know, you, I rather you rest. He had like a, a migraine, and he wasn't. He's going through it. Let's rest. We, we'll be here, man. So it's all good. But we don't get. We, we're still gonna give y'all something, addict. Meaning, right? We still talked about giving us something on the Lord's Day. So it's not like you're gonna leave with absolutely nothing. But we wanted to just be clear about that. So that's it for solving. Yeah, send some love to King, man. Make sure you call him out on those Crocs. King Croc is outside. Make sure you give him <laughs> King Croc all the slander. But uh, yeah, man. That's all I got. Anything else before we get up out of here, man? All no, right. that's about it. That's about it. Yo, everybody enjoy your Sunday. We catch you. Happy Father's Day. Salute to the fathers out there. Much love in the room, and we are out of here. Peace. We got to come we back, got... Saab, for your Am super chat. Are we live? Are we Two live? weeks. We are live, Saab. Someone we has something to say. Super chat. Let me play with your joystick. $5 super chat. No Saab two weeks in a row. My apologies. Well, it's going to be one week because you won't have a show the second week. So my, my apologies. But, you know, I, I'll be waiting for that Steam Deck in the mail, though. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and uh, I don't like his icon still... for you, though. His icon. <laughs> he's doing too much. It's, it's Kirby Big Mouth mode. Yeah. Yeah, me and King will still be around that week. Me and King might stream a game or something if he um, wants to do it. All right, no doubt. See, we gave Let Me Play With Your Tracy his bars for some. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, we really out. Peace. <laughs>